This is the Detroit is Different Podcast Network, the culture of an American classic city. What's up, people? It's me, Ramon. Welcome to the podcast that will entertain, educate, and inform you. Grab a ball and get ready for this serving of cornbread and caviar. What's up, people? It's me, Ramon. I'm your host, and I want to welcome you back to another episode of Cornbread and Caviar, the podcast that will entertain, educate, and inform you. Thank you for joining us today for what promises to be an edible experience. And follow us on Instagram at Eat Cornbread and Caviar, and feel free to hit us up at Eat Cornbread and Caviar at gmail.com. Today, I'm joined by the hardest working producers and co-hosts, the beautiful, voluptuous, resident voice of hospitality and custodian of truth, my sister, none other than the... Miss Maria Renee, hello, hello. Did you miss me? Yes, you did. You asked <laughs> Wait that a minute. on every because, But because, because you threw me off because you was over there laughing. <laughs> So I was like, am I on cue or not? Because or no. <laughs> she just be asking us every goddamn episode. Every episode I say some variation of yes, no, mostly no. No, they do miss me. We don't, you know, because we don't record all the time. So when they come, but the when they finally comes hear every it. single week. <laughs> so they hear you every listen, single until week. Until the people tell me, listen, yeah, no, <laughs> we don't miss you. <laughs> you know what? Don't pay him no mind. Because what, what was the little gentleman's name? He would come out every week. Thank you and good night. <laughs> he was a big Russell Simmons. Russell Simmons. He had money up the wazoo. Yes, he did. So guess and what? that's what he said. That's okay, baby. It's and okay. Jerry Springer said, take care of each other. And and yourself or something like what? that. He really said that. Why he got people there jumping on each other? Exactly. Yes. <laughs> Every he ended with that. That's a contradiction, but okay. We don't want to forget. Take care of yourself and each other. In his absence, the phenomenal, never to be underestimated, pretty boy himself, James Brandon. He couldn't be Brandon here with us the today. Stallion. Brandon the Stallion. Excuse me, Brandon the Stallion. Yes. Named oh. after Megan the Stallion, but he okay. couldn't be here with us today. He's making his coin. His but coin. Shout yes. out to him anyway. Okay. Somebody got to pay the bills. I don't have it. Okay, I, me neither. Me, I don't me, have I, it. And we got a me, really me, special me. guest in the audience. To, I mean, audience in the, in the <laughs> studio with us today. As you already heard her crazy, but uh, this is my girl, Tammy. Hey, Tammy. I'm so happy to have you here. Jesus crazy She did two. Arsenio. Right. Oh, ooh, ooh, ooh. She That's because we she... got an equal booty, you know. You was Arsenio? Yeah. I just don't have that fade. Sorry. Listen, she's about as crazy as two bats trapped in a shoebox, okay? <laughs> uh. It's so old, bro. That is that shit crazy right there. Bro. Oh, my God. Okay. Uh, Tammy came up with a fantastic... Uh, conversation for us to have today so oh good i built a show around it and it's gonna be a good convert motherfucking but before we get into the meat of everything Mm -hmm. let us go into our shout outs yes shout out tammy this is the part of the show where we do a shout out to something we love a brown person um or something we hate so it could be a shade shout as well either way (laughs) however you want to do it you could be a person place or thing anything that's positive or negative whatever you feel in your heart so What's your shout-out going to today? I actually would love to shout-out for us, 
pushing through. Like, if you are experiencing or going through some type of adversity, yes. instead of getting into, and we all have, depressed mode, you pull yourself out of that, mm. you put your big girl, big boy draws on, and yes. say, fuck it, let's, th- let's keep moving. That's yeah. a word. No, that is a word. Like, that seriously, is. like yeah, word, everybody baby. going through something, whether we choose to, you know, publicize it or not, we're all enduring yes. something. But for you to be able to be strong enough to pull your draws up and say, you yes. know what, this shit is hard, but fuck it, let's do it. Yeah. Keep okay. it moving. All right. New thing. Fuck it. Let's do it. Fuck it. Let's do it. Fuck T-shirt. It, t-shirts. T-shirts. Fuck it. Let's do it. I'm going to be over there off of the Jefferson. <laughs> right. Selling T-shirts. I'll be. I, I, I'll take Heart Plaza. I'll go to Heart Plaza. Don't forget, we have a bottle of water, too, like the little boys. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. I had these little young boys. I was sitting in the stoplight in Detroit with my windows down, sitting there jamming some music. And these little young boys started walking up to my car. And I'm like, I rolled up my windows. Like, what the fuck? Y'all I don't know what their intentions are. Because here's the thing. I love supporting my people, but you got to come to me the right you way. Because be correct. It's a bunch of y'all. And I say little boys. It's <laughs> about old swarming. enough. Swarming yeah. my car at this light. So I'm old. En- you all old enough to choke me out. Y'all old enough to shoot <laughs> mm-hmm. at me. Y'all old enough to b- all take control of my personal body yep. and my personal vehicle. So I don't know what the fuck y'all doing, but y'all can't walk up. All they want to do is sell some water. But I still was Aww. like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. Right. You can't and, walk up on me like that because we are in Detroit. So did they have an adult with them? No. That's what I keep seeing where... You know, it's like that's the coordinator, that's the team lead. He out there, and you have five no, to seven no, ju- the, little boys under twelve. That's the pimp. That's what it is. That's well, the pimp. Pretty he, much. It's a different form of uh, uh, work, but See, he's trying to get right. He's trying to get your ass. Don- and these little kids come to me with this little sheet. Yeah, we taking donations. Da 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 da. Well, I'm not giving you cash. I don't know what what is it because it's a sheet. Look like you made up at home on your computer. <laughs> and then I'm not giving you my credit card to run. So what the fuck? I can't. No, I'm no, sorry. Go, nope. Nope. Sorry. Sorry. Give me a website. I'll go donate through the website. <laughs> yeah. Because I feel more com- even if it is a scam. I feel more comfortable with right. the website. Do y'all have a 501c3? Right. Can I <laughs> like, to pull up my phone? Like, let me. See what the fuck's name you Okay, wait. That, I don't They're going to be like, that's all right. Damn. Like, damn. <laughs> this nigga I'm here. good with the water. That's all right. Listen. Hey, my man, so I'm just trying to get some new J's. <laughs> okay. All you got to do is ask because I might say, I'll fucking buy you some. Exactly. What's your address? And I'll send them to your house. Right. I might do that, seriously, if you mm-hmm. really want them that badly. Yep. So anyway. So yeah, shout out to I like that. You're right. Shout out to us because we do go through, so especially brown people, we go through a lot of shit. And we uh, taking and roll. Can I share something about you just, that I just learned? Uh, sure. Yeah, Tammy just like she didn't lose her job. She decided to walk away from the job because it just was too stressful. It was like sometimes you have to let some shit go. I lost my job, but we are still her and I in the same kind of situation where we wow. lost something that we with we're, it we're used to. that we're used to. And it's a it's a grieving period. You know, you go through whatever. But sometimes I my shit was taken from me forcefully, but God had a plan because it was a reason it was taken away. You walked away because you know your worth. I didn't know my worth. And now I do. So yes. it's good that you were at that place where you already knew your shit. And I now know my shit, too. Hey. So that's beautiful. And then even Maria Renee, she lost a job in the last year. So, you know, that was a stress. And, you know, I'm mad that that job, that, I'm mad you lost that job because I want to fuck them up. Absolutely. Because I wasted so much gas. <laughs> Absolutely. And so did my I did mama. Too. Gas, I think we all wasted. Gas, all the way out there to get you to work <laughs> and they're going to let you go. We gonna but, punch you in know, the face. But she's doing corporate. better. She has a beautiful vehicle, which I'm gonna start driving the fuck out of and save miles on my car. <gasps> yes. And come on, drive. <laughs> <laughs> we gonna we gonna Uber that mug. We gonna pimp it out. Right. We got to pimp out her car. Come on, drive. We Uber the fuck out this car. I want to drive Tammy's car. Tammy got this big luxury Lincoln outside. Oh. It's a big old yes, luxury Lincoln? car. It's a big one too. Lincoln is longevity. Okay. What's that? The you, Continental. You drive a Lincoln. You. It's a certain stature okay. you have. 
Okay. She expensive. Yeah. It's she... called high car insurance. <laughs> <laughs> you better put your insurance out there at Commerce Township somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> she expensive with the link. Okay, expensive. Okay. What's your shout out, Maria Renee? Don't um, say nothing about Pooh Butt. Don't say nothing about the fan. I why love the fan. Wait, why, why the hell he put no restrictions? Every, why I can't talk listen, about... Every episode, she asks people do they miss her. Every episode is Pooh Butt, the family. I'm like, give me something different this time. Okay, well, shout out to Poop Up Barber. <laughs> <laughs> shit. About to get him right today. <laughs> oh, shit. See, I didn't shout him out. I shouted out to Barber. I'm, you know what? Poop Up Barber. Yes. You know what? That just brought up something for me. Shout out to Poop Up Barber. Yes. But I'm having a really rough time in life right now. Finish your shout out. I'll talk about my rough time. Um, You know, am I... I I missed in passing my goddaddy yesterday. I'm so mad about that. But shout out to my goddaddy, Vincent. Hey, Vincent. And hey. Um, my uncle. I shout out the same because those are the people that's... It's I'm so be, in the shell now. It's Man, a we business. Gonna have to, you got to get you some You some see range. people on TV. Yeah. got to get you some range, yeah. I just... You know, be, no, seriously. I'm at work. Up. Legit. I'm at, this is what I do. I get up. I go to work. I plan a wedding. We do the podcast. I see Pooh Butt. I see my family. Back to sleep. Back to work. Back like, to the wedding. Okay, so wait. Back to the podcast. So, back Excuse to the me. podcast. But like you act as if you don't stop at a gas station. You don't go out to a restaurant. You don't encounter individuals. Like, you never know who you're encountering that, you know, you may have a brief conversation with that you can impact or vice versa. Yeah. So you okay, so shout out to all my patients. See? Okay, there we See? go. There See? We go. And, and the nurses and the doctors. You're right. Okay. See? See? Different perspectives. Right. See, I love it. That's what we all about on Poor yes. Caviar. A different motherfucking perspective. Did he have to yeah, say my like job that? is. Ooh. I did. I did. <laughs> Perspective. Please, as long as you don't say this word that I'm so annoyed with, I think they need to take it out of English vocabulary. What? Period. Oh yeah, we took. We didn't took. You know, when we when we come across something, we finna take it to the next. Listen, the next level. I had a 47 year old tell me yesterday. He said, "Period." And I walked away. Like I don't even want to talk to you. No <laughs> I can more. see. I can. I can see Tammy's face getting blank and it's like. I did. Walking away. I just, I just like, turned around. I mean, it's being what, what, used what? in church and college. God uh, is a healer. Period. And and, and, and <laughs> ceremonies and and dissertation. I mean, like it's being used. I'm sorry, you cannot. Take but that's how important our culture is. Look at that. I know. Because we started it. Look we at started that. It. That is how important our culture is. That we are. It is at commencement ceremonies. Boom. Boom. The most dignified people will stop and be like, and period. Like, Listen, <laughs> they, they don't do the hand thing, the little hand movement. Period. That, See? You know, it, it's not a quick... It's a whole... It's a, I love us. I love, I us. love us. I, I love us. Too. That is. I'm so glad you brought that up. I love us. That is nice. Right? Right? I love, like, we got... We for real like melanin in here. We got the little light skin. The, right. We got, little we got light, all, all the different shades. No, boo. I am... No. So you beige, No, this is tan for her. She's So you beige, baby. I've been getting... I'm, Listen. So you inside of the arm. Look, when I take inside of the white. <laughs> look, let me take. See, skin. look at that. I took my watch off. Look at the real color. Wow. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> we do got all the you shades of brown. Here. Shades of brown. Here. I am. Right. I'm just shades saying. of darkness. Yeah. That's. A- <sighs> it's so funny because my my uh, Caucasian girlfriends at work, the nurses come up to me like, "Look at our skin. Oh my god, I'm almost sure." No, we are just a shade off. Oh my God, Renee! Look, like no bitch. They so happy about their tan and my color being like 
legit a shade. Literally just a pinch darker than theirs. They are so excited. They be baking the fuck out themselves. Like, no. bitch, you about to be crispy. They are so excited. <laughs> you about to be no. crispy. Uh, listen, I just went to Tampa a few weeks ago and fell asleep outside. I'm, I'm an outside baby. I love outside and water. Me too. I went back up to the room, took a shower, and you know, you catch yourself. I looked. My ass was looking like the cover of that chair. <laughs> like, I have a picture. I'm going to show you. You're going to be like, oh, my God. I can, I never in my life believed Does that I could hurt? get that dirt, that dark. I don't know. But it was just my ass. I couldn't understand that. Oh. Literally, I was a for real black ass. You know, you say, you kiss my black. No, I, as, I'm a regular caramel colored little brown. Look like a little hazelnut mm-hmm. at me. My ass was black See, as that chair. The fat in the wow. booty absorbs the... You know, well, that's what happens when it's authentic. It's authentic when it's yours. That's now, right. When it's no when, when it's a that's chemical right. of some it's sort. It's not fat transferred and all that other. <laughs> that's food. right. Yeah, okay. Shout out to my friend who just got his stomach sucked out to put it in his butt. Okay, so okay, my shout out also is gonna be. <laughs> I'm gonna shout out my barber, but it's a it's a shout out, but it's also a shade shout. But I love mm. I love oh, you, God. Mark. You know I do. I love you. You're like a brother to me. I've been going to you for. About a decade. Wait, now. you talking about Mark Rob? No, not that one. But my barber worked there with him. Okay. I have followed my barber from Mark Roberts to the basement of his really nice home in mm-hmm. Farmington Hills. Yes, basement. Or mm-hmm. is it Southfield? Either was a nice is home. Is he taken? Then um, is he, taken? he is married, yes. Oh, okay. And God then bless. Um, he and his wife have a beautiful God family. Bless. And then I followed him to a barbershop in Detroit, which is I met some great people. It's a, uh, it's a brown-owned uh, beauty salon and barbershop. Okay. Shout out to Dom, who's the owner. She's a brown woman. But uh, my barber just decided that he was about to go and cut out in Troy at the Art of Shaving, which is inside inside Somerset. What the hell? It's oh. a it's a store that would more than likely cater to well Is he trying to white be people. culturally diversified? Well you gotta think about it. Here's why I'm happy for him because he is a very talented artist. I don't th- I wouldn't call him a barber, he's an artist. He's okay. very talented. Uh the barber the cuts are forty bucks. Um, oh, you rich, rich. Mm-hmm. Well, at that art of shaving, it's forty bucks. And then you know, white folks they got more resources a lot of times. Some of us do too, but they're gonna tip more, so he probably gonna make more money. But he might have to go up against okay, the white people might come in and say, oh, he's black, he can't cut my hair. So shout out to him for going yeah, there. Crossover. So check him out at the artist, the art of shaving at Somerset Mall on the south side of Somerset <coughs> on the second floor. But here's the shade part of it. This nigga told me <laughs> the day of my Thursday haircut, because I get a, I, I have a standing appointment every Thursday, because I don't like to go on Friday because it's too busy. Don't like Saturday because that is the weekend. Thursday is the day I like to get my haircut. So the Thursday before, he canceled because he had to go out of town for some training. I didn't know what it was for. I'm like, okay, sure, no problem. It was for this job at the Art of Shaving, but I didn't know that then. Then I come up to this last Thursday... And he said, hey, I'm trying to tell everybody the day before their appointment. And da, da, da. I said, well, this is the day of my appointment, like literally 30 minutes prior. And you're telling me now? So oh. now he said, well, you know, you can look out and schedule something on a Monday or a Tuesday. And da, 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 Because I'll still be cutting the shop on Mondays or Tuesdays. I'm like, I don't cut my hair on Mondays and Tuesdays. I cut my hair on Thursdays. And I'm all about change. And I followed him. I flexed and everything. But I'm like, I cannot... Get a haircut at the beginning of the week. Because you may have appointments, things of that nature, um, it's at just the later thing. part of the week. I want to be sexy for the weekend. 
I don't even care about like the job. I'm always gonna be looking good. I'm gonna look tight and right for the job. My job now, I don't need to have that much grooming done if I don't want to, so I can skip a haircut or two. But like when I was a bank manager, I had to have a haircut every single week. That's my personal choice. But Monday or Tuesday, and you tell me the day of. Mm. Now you got, bruh. Mm. We got a problem. I think he owe you. Absolutely, reparation. Because for you to be standing as strong as you have been with, and that's see, that's why we. I have brought I brought him Damn. I brought him Keith. Keith have brought people, then people brought people. I've brought him a lot of business just for Yes, me. because so you've you been with him over a decade. That's residual. That, that, right. I want my money. I need my reparations. He reparations. told you 30 minutes before your appointment? Yes. I'm like, because I always call him before my appointment. I'm like, okay, I'm about to head that way. How are you looking? Can I, do I got more time? Because I don't like to go sit and wait. Right. Now, nah, he wasn't that good with managing time, but, you know, I would <laughs> deal with him because, you know, that's my brother. <laughs> you know, he's good. Mm-hmm. He's a good guy. He's going to be on the podcast at some point, too. And I'm going to cuss him out on here, too. But, you know, uh, I called him. I like, say, yeah, how you, how, you looking? how you looking? Bro? How you looking? He's like, uh, well, I'm at the, um, you know, I'm at the shop. At Detroit, I'm like, what? Like what? I'm completely confused. Completely confused. Blindsided. So that's my shade shout. I'm in the process of finding another barber. And I don't know if any of you out there listening, this could be a whole podcast. I might make it a whole podcast talking about barbers. Finding a new barber is one of the most difficult things that you could ever do in your life. Because it's a relationship. It's mm-hmm. like finding a new relationship. It is. And I don't like everybody to touch my hair. Don't touch. I don't like everybody to touch my damn hair. And I fall asleep in a chair. I need somebody who can cut me while I'm asleep. Did he say sleep? Um, you know, because I, I, I sleep. I will sleep in a chair. I, don't, I can't help it. I'm tired. You know, uh, my sleep apnea might be kicking in. I don't know what. I am tired. So I might fall asleep in a chair. I need a barber who can cut me on a Thursday after my work hours. I might change, try to change it to like my lunchtime if I can because <coughs> I'd rather get my hair cut on lunchtime anyway. But after work hours or at lunchtime, they can cut me while I fall asleep and can cut as well as Mark. Mark is a very great artist. He's amazing. So you're not going to go to Troy? Hell the fuck no. Listen. <laughs> so he, no, okay, so let me, so let me, let me question. Rant, so is he, is he at Troy for good now? Is yes. he not in? Well, he, I mean, I, you know, I'm all about people exploring. Yeah, I think this is something he wants to try out. I just don't know if I'll be, on, be there on the other side. I've been there on the other side for a lot of things. You know, even with him, even with this man going out with a, with a knee surgery, he told my friend Keith about it, but he didn't tell me about it. He told me the day after I got my hair. He's like, oh, yeah, so um, I'm going to be going out for knee surgery. So, no, he didn't mention anything about the knee surgery. He told my friend, but never told me. I just heard through my friend. So I said, Mark, was you going to tell me you were going to have a knee surgery? And I wasn't going to get a haircut. Now, fortunately, I didn't have a job at the time, so I just took that time to save money. So my hair was looking real crazy by the time he got back. But I was offended because he didn't even bother to tell me. You was offended. I was offended. He told my friend, whom I brought to him too several years ago. So, you know, I've been there on the other side of a lot of stuff with this man. He, but let me also say this. When I did not, when I lost my job, um, and this is why I rock with Mark, because he's a great guy. He gave me a month of hair free haircuts. So I want you to stop saying, and I'm sorry if I, I no. may be overstepping my boundaries. No. We have to stop putting things in a negative form. You didn't lose your job. You know, you just, it's a different circumstance. I'm, I transitioned you on. You transitioned. I moved to a better know, place. Unforeseen circumstances. Unforeseen circumstances. Thank but you. saying that. Wait, wait, I wait. Lost, here's the better. The job lost me. That, when the job lost me, woo! 
She said, great. let me cut your ass up. I know. Right now, because I'm tired. We, That's why I no, love Tammy. We have to, I'm tired. We truly, like, we have to get rid of yes. that negative stigma yes. or whatever. Yep. Because it, it can it, it can take us back mentally. You yes, have to understand can. spirits, energies, vibes. Yes. And then you might get to thinking, like, you know, I don't get that money anymore. I don't have that That's same. That's what I've been struggling Guess what? It's okay. You still making it. You still yeah. look You still good. You see them Jordans, right? Yeah, <laughs> you see them joints. Ain't missed the beat. <laughs> I'm not gonna miss a goddamn beat. Not missed a haircut, but uh, <laughs> but that ain't my fault. But you're right. When the job lost me, Mark gave me a month of free haircuts. That is awesome. That's the kind of guy he is. Why I rock with Mark. But I don't know if I could be here for the other side of this because you basically, you, I'm not going to spend my money at this white company. And again, I'm not. I'm not. I want to spend my money in my community. The black community has $1.2 trillion. I always talk about it. And I want more of that money to come back into our pockets. I spend my money as much as I can in the black community. We should be. That's what we should be doing. I even got into an argument with my mom last night because she bought these T-shirts. I said, Ma, did you go to a black-owned business? No, I ain't go to a black-owned business. I ain't paying the extra money to cost me. To go to. I said, Ma, we have to spend more money to support our own. I'm not, it's been going like this for a lot of years. So I said, but you should change it. And I said, shut up. I'm gone. Ooh. So... We always fight like that. It's me alone. Yeah, because she was finna go a whole nother well, round no, with you see, too. She Thanks would have. Right. And see, I, I said, yeah, she would. Remember, I said, <laughs> you got to understand what I did though. I said, shut up, I walked away quickly. Mm-hmm. That's oh, because okay. it was finna be a, a whole nother round. I would have had like a, like a right a hook, shoot. A, a, a kick, because she's real good at kicking at 65. Mm-hmm. She's real good at kicking. I don't know why. But, um, you know, so yeah, I'm in the process of trying to find a new barber because I need my hair cut and I like my hair getting cut. And, it looks like the, par- the prices of the good barbers where I feel comfortable going because I'm not going back into Detroit where I was uncomfortable where you got um, Nook Nook and Nene and them coming in with their five kids and they selling DVDs and they got chicken or you got the barber. <laughs> they selling m and That's melted But that's already. us though. Yeah. But that's us. That's you got to understand that is us. That's not what I enjoy. I don't okay, well you might as well just go to Troy then because... No, because... No, the, you can... It's a medium. The Detroit barbershop I was in. You can do a medium. You can do a medium. I can do a medium. You can do a medium. But see, the thing is, shout out to, shout out to the artist in the room where Dom is, where my barber was... Uh, Dom don't play that Dom runs a very professional business She's a brown woman You ain't gonna have to come in up in there And sell no DVD she, It's professional She let these kids come in And they did acapella singing for us That was different But she ain't about to have you Up in her shop uh, selling And she uh-uh Uh-uh None of that is. She's very professional And that's what I enjoy I like to come in I don't want to be bothered About spending more I'm already just spending a grip Cause I paid twenty five dollars, but now if I go to any, another barber that, that's in the area that I'm comfortable in, all that shit. Well, twenty five dollars is not a really a it's grip, about baby. to be forty dollars. I was about to say because um, I know some guys where they are seriously. I'm like forty dollars. I'm like that was my pressing curl. I don't I'm even. Like, I don't even barely have facial hair. This is literally me. I don't grow. I'm not. I'm, I'm prepubescent still. I don't even I mean, have. When I, my hair is up under here is short. My barber well, see, was I'm charging going through the, Yeah, I'm going through the the grow back phase. I yeah. remember I cut all my hair yeah. off. I was yeah. going through a divorce, girl. Cut yeah, all I was my going. Hair I off. went to. I was going to barber shop and it was my barber was charging thirty five. Girl, I had. And I'm a girl, short, so I mean, I had short the little Betty Boo curls and I was paying forty dollars. So that's why when me and tell me they do, but I, but also I was rocking with this girl weekly. I had a standing appointment six a.m. Every Saturday, boom, because of my professional job, I, hey, I'm not waiting around. Six o'clock, I got you a coffee, I got you a bagel, I know what you like. And it was just $40 every week. And then, of course, I would tip her. Yeah. Paying any, so when I see y'all paying more than $25 for a haircut, who, who the fuck? <laughs> Let me go get my license because I'll cut with Oh, yeah, they doing it. They, they, ab- and don't add on a shade, you know. The shade. Puba got all of this and a, a lot of. 
It's over. I'm it's going to be like $50 something dollars. I'm going to go on ball. Fuck it. <laughs> fuck it. Yeah. I shave my Don't let you got to get Excuse your beard me. conditioned. Let's go. Look, we're going to go back to it. Just do it. Fuck it. <laughs> Just do it. Fuck it. I got to budget my money and see how the fuck this going to work out. Include a little tip. I paid him every month. I paid him once a month. Damn, that was a for real utility bill. Yeah, I paid him once a month. That was in the budget. That was, that was my budget. I was like, okay, I'm going to pay you right now. He was boom. like DT. Right. Yep. And I paid this man. So, but now he's gone. And I'm like, damn. So it's hard <laughs> he said, to find. No, he's he not gone, boo. He's not gone. You trying to leave him. You trying to divorce him. <laughs> I am because I'm not getting cut on Monday or Tuesday. So I'm not right spending now, my money y'all separated. At a, at a white owned business. I'm sorry. And so again, now y'all separated. I, we, that's it. We, nope. We, not, we, we still brothers. And I, I, you know what? I'll send my white friends out to him because he's very gifted. He is very gifted, but I, nope. We're going to have to investigate and start doing a uh, I'm going to a search. I, you know what? That's something I've always wanted to do because I felt like as a female, you know, I would get extra tips. But it's just the time. I'm like, they want me to go to school like I'm a damn engineer. Absolutely. 18 months. Uh, huh? 18, 18 months, months to be at Michigan Barber College and not and, and cutting people hair that possibly has lice <laughs> and low <laughs> income on Grand River f- and they giving me $3. <laughs> what? You probably got bed bugs and you going to give me $3? You get on my fat nerves. <laughs> Don't, can you imagine that? You and, I'm, I'm 40 some years old in barber school. And you gonna give me three dollars and bed books? <laughs> and lights. She had three dollars and bed books. And lights. Don't forget the lights. Like, what the hell? This is this is crazy. This is, I'm glad Tabby's out here today because she's crazy as it. I told look, her and Maria Renee together, they gonna drop me up a goddamn wall before this episode's <laughs> over today. Oh, uh, we sorry. Lord. Okay. All right. Let's <laughs> let's move on to our random question of the day. So, Tabby. We have a random question of the day. Sometimes I'd be off the fucking wall. This one particularly ain't so bad. Tammy looks scared. She's like, I know you, motherfucker. I know you. Right. He go, this he go take, take it out on me today. Uh, this, this, one ain't, this one ain't it. This ain't it. Thank God. This one's cool. I'm going to go back to the crazy ones next week. Because um, this is related to our situation. Because we all had jobs that lost us. So, if you had to work but didn't need the money, what would you do? <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. If I had to work So I need you to elaborate so that's, You know I'm very analytical So I need to know Okay so where's my income coming from Am I okay So you, you might have a the, the job might actually be paying you But it might be say non-profit work And it's not paying that much Maybe you can pay 35000 a year But you got coin You already good You financially set You know you got your big luxury Lincoln outside <laughs> You know you got your penthouse You know downtown Detroit You good Facing the river, so when the fireworks happen, you good. You just working <laughs> because you want to do something. So you want to impact. So it could be nonprofit work. Maybe it's volunteering and I get a paycheck at all. Okay. So I wasn't thinking like that. See, <laughs> See my mind was somewhere else. He said that I can work, but I didn't have to. So I'm feeling like oh, I'm kept. So I get to do whatever I want to do. Yeah. I'm, gonna say, I'm going back to the strip club. <laughs> 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 Get it cracking. I did not Shake see that. Well, that that's why you then you went off into you know nonprofit. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> okay. or oh. strip club, or strip club. <laughs> oh, look, oh, okay. She's no. like, I'm about to twerk something for like, the change. Like, period. <laughs> period. I'm going back to the strip club. My name's gonna be Cinnamon Kitty, and that's that. <laughs> Cinnamon Kitty. <laughs> 
<laughs> so is that your answer, strip club? No. Oh, that's boring. Technically, yeah. look, look, no. But yeah. no, 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 no. Um, it's funny that you said that because um, I just signed up for this program and it's with the city of Detroit and it's okay. called um, Sister Friend. And I go through my intake and, and orientation on Monday. What it is is that I'll be um, paired up with a female who's young and pregnant and she needs some mentoring and, you know, some just a friend at, during this time because, you know, a lot, of, a lot of young girls at this point, they get abandoned when they get pregnant. Hell the fuck yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, and of, I never went through that. You know, I had my children, my daughter when I was 20, my son when I was 22, and I had a very supportive family from both sides, their dad's you know, side as well as my side. So I don't know how it is to not have anybody there right. for me and i've been really going through thinking like what can i actually do i volunteer different like gleaners confusion kitchen things like that but it's like what can i do that can actually impact someone where their life can change so i found this program and basically it's just being there to be a mental support and mentor like look you know help this person with the decision during their pregnancy and afterwards if you and the person decide to do so that's right so that's what i i mean that's what i'm doing and that's what i would love to do that's amazing yes nonprofit work is very rewarding and i was just invited to be a part of bingo which is dave bing's nonprofit, where you get paired up with a young man in the city of detroit okay and you mentor him <clears throat> and that's something i'm definitely gonna do because um, i think that would be amazing Yes, so bingo but, is dope. Yeah, I, I actually start my um my intake because they do a background check and everything. Oh yes, um, absolutely. Background check, make sure you're not a sexual predator. Just I am with men. Wow, go on, Cinnamon Kitty. Wow, <laughs> you would have been a better cat woman than Holly Berry. Woo. Okay. <laughs> Cause she I'd sucked. have fit that outfit better. Okay, because she... Mm, I ain't going to do that. Shout out to Holly Berry. She did the best Well, you know what? I'll say this. You know, she fitted well for a white woman. <laughs> that that role was made for a white woman. They just wanted her to be a little tanned. Mm-hmm. In every movie that she's been in, you know, I mean, shout out to her. But let's just be real. How long has she really identified herself as a black woman? That I don't know. Is she, isn't she mixed? After the when she won an Oscar. It was after that when she decided When she to, did her speech. Right. That's when she all of a sudden was uh, into my black family. Uh. Is she mixed? Yes. Her, her mom, mom is white. white. Yeah. Oh. But prior to that, she did not. When she was doing the pageants, you got to go back through the history. You know I'm old, but mm-hmm. the history. <laughs> she did not identify herself as a black woman, just as with Mariah Carey. Mariah Carey until she started coming out with Vision of Love. Right. <laughs> trying to get out here with the, you know, R&B click. <laughs> That's when she became See, the way they do it, they, black they start woman. off with the majority race where they go make all the money. Then they want to cross over to us so they can get our money, too. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Now, Beyonce started out black and she crossed over to them because now Beyonce is literally the celebrity celebrity. Everybody loves Beyonce. No matter what. It don't matter who. You could be Barbara Streisand. Oh, Beyonce. Beyonce rich as hell because... Everybody Every, knows her, but she, she started out black and then crossed over to like white. Michael, like Michael, mm-hmm. like Michael. right? See, yeah. he was also the celebrity, celebrity. So yeah. even the celebrities, like, oh my god, it's Beyonce. They have to go crazy. I'm going crazy about seeing Patrick Stewart, and he's going crazy about seeing Beyonce. Whatever. <laughs> what's, <laughs> what's your shout out, boo? I mean, what, I mean, no, not shout out. Your random question of the day answer. What would actress? You do? Okay, because you wouldn't have to worry about going and making money to live. You Mm-mm. could just go on auditions. I would see that. Yeah. I hate you because I was thinking that too, but. <laughs> but why you gotta hate you? 
I love. I mean, that's that my be, sister. That would be so dope. I know, right? Could you? Yeah. I'm gonna just go ahead and say that's my answer too. I'm gonna okay. copy off you because could you imagine we used in Hollywood? We got all this money. We drive around in nice cars. We don't need the motherfucking money. Mm-mm. We just going on auditions. So we but it's gonna be in auditions. And just so why act. don't you get that Tyler Perry shit popping over here in the day, bro? Okay, you gonna be my manager? I, what? Manager, we, I will be your pimp. <laughs> <laughs> shit, you need a manager? Okay, let's negotiate the right now. Okay, fifteen percent. No. <laughs> okay, you. I'm you know like, what, you know I'm what? like Mike Morris. I need thirty three. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? If I gotta be out here chasing ambulances for your ass. I was about to go down to 10. I thought you wanted less. I'm thinking, what? Look, I'm thinking you want to be Woo! benevolent. <laughs> <laughs> Just excuse me. <laughs> you made me drop my head. She said no, 33%. I said, what the fuck? If I'm finna be a, a lawyer out here or a manager, right. it's not happening. Because I'm fighting for you. So I, fi- I didn't say half. Is he 33%? Mike Morris, yes. You see that building? You see that that luxury building over there off wow. of uh, Evergreen? He over there by Z. Carl Collins need to need to catch up. Girl, attorney Carl Collins. He is good. good. You know what? That Carl gentleman Collins works. He, that third. gentleman works out at the LA Fitness in Southfield, and Carl he Collins. wears UGG boots. Who? UGG boots. Carl Collins. The same ones. The third. The third. The same ones we do. That, that's good. Is he handsome in person? Moving on. Okay. Attorney. <laughs> A tonne, you know, call. a, a tonne. The third. Call. 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 He went into the depth of Detroit to pull auntie and uncle out for this commercial. Well, that, you hear me? That's grandma. He went knocking at their door and was like, please. You going to do a commercial for me? Because grandpa was looking at that camera like, he is good. He, he is, is good. good. <laughs> like he just and pulled him out of slavery. It. You believed it. Like, yeah, let he me call Carl. He just, got got, he just got me out of slavery. Let me call Carl. I just been emancipated just now. <laughs> Grandpa Earl I made said it north. he is good. I believe him. I made it up north. I made it up north. He got me off. Man. I made it up north. He is good. That but commercial no. makes me laugh every it time. Every time I see that billboard on the lodge, Baby. I'm like, he is good. It tickles A the fuck tonne. out of me. Carl. <laughs> It's it's uh, it's K A H L Carl 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 sound like a, sound like a Harriet Winslow Carl Carl from from Family Matters Carl Carl the third ain't no Aura it's just a K A H L Carl Carl wow thirty three percent I didn't know so twenty percent. I guess he didn't hear me the first time. Because listen, half, you, ain't about to get, you ain't getting 33. Shit, you ain't getting a third of my motherfucking money. So that but means I, if me. I make 3000 All you got to do is do, I, I make sure that you get you you together. I'm telling you where to show up. You show your beautiful ass up. Okay, show your legs, okay. your look, ass, look, your knees, whatever a, you got to do. This is a negotiate. Okay, well, you is, know that was my job, right? This is that I, you know, that I was know my job. that I negotiated the contract. That's why for the white man. That's why you know they ass. said, look, they, you know they said we was the mob. <laughs> so keep yeah. on your ass gonna be swimming with the fishes. <laughs> you know, I got a couple people I need to do. Oh, oops, oops. 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 syndicate, syndicate. <laughs> okay, thirty percent. That's my final offer. Okay, thirty percent. Because your ass is that. That's 30, a lot of motherfucking 30% money. Thirty percent plus. Plus, See, you talk about no, no, plus. no, no, excuse me. Okay, I'll take, matter of fact, I'll do 29.33%. Plus what? Plus, you are responsible for my hair maintenance. See, that's going to be a whole motherfucking... That, <laughs> that's, see, a you, that's a million. Well, you know what? You know what? I, 
I'm natural, so I'm not getting it pressed. Natural hair costs more. I haven't been. I haven't had any weaves or anything. So you just got to pay for the, the the juices and the berries for the people to massage my scalp and do the rice water, so my edges grow all the way back. That's gonna take me past thirty three percent of my. Well, income. look, motherfucker, you just said I just said twenty nine point thirty three. Damn, <laughs> motherfucker, here. If I'm over here finding, I got to go out here and sleep with these people to get him the rolls. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta let them fill on my goodies to get you the rolls. I'm giving this pussy in the name of Ramon. <laughs> <laughs> now, right, I'm over here getting contracts. Like now, before you put the tip in, you gotta sign. You gotta up. sign it. Oh, ooh, ooh. Back oh up, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Herschel. Sign, right. Herschel. Herschel. <laughs> Herschel. Like, wait a minute. Let me get my portable scanner out, the, out, out my bag so I can scan it into the system. Let's get so my iPhone out. Boop, that's boop, all. Boop, boop, boop. Okay. Okay. Let's fuck. Hurry up, nigga. You got 30 minutes. Nope. Five <laughs> pumps. Five pumps. Five pumps. Real like, real like, one, two, three. Oh. And I'm going to have it all down there. I'm like, what is you doing? I, look, this is my business. This is my business. Nigga. Like, you ass in the air writing contracts. Like, shit. Oh, hey. nigga, that's good. Oh, okay. Hey, it ain't like I ain't never done it before. <laughs> <laughs> So I got to be a manager now. Uh, <laughs> Let me be your manager. <laughs> she going to take a third of your motherfucking income. So if you make 3000 guess what? She get the third. She get the thousand, $1,000 of your money. I mean, but that, seriously, that's what the attorneys get? You ain't no goddamn attorney. You are a, but a I'm, manager. But I am speaking for you. Well, guess what? Your mama was your manager in your entire life. And and she guess took what? everything. She took every damn thing. She took fine. every goddamn mm-hmm. So shut up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't stand you. You get on my fat nerves. Okay, now we go move on to our brow brilliance. So, this is the portion of the show where we highlight a person, place, or a thing that is affecting the brown community uh, positively or a brown person who has a business or anything like that, either locally, nationally, internationally, all that shit. So, this is a person whom I intended to do on a few episodes ago, but I decided to cancel the episode, so I deleted it because I didn't <laughs> want to put it out because it sucked and I didn't like our sound at that point, the way we did our thing so okay. we canceled it okay so we never actually got the chance to do this or not, uh, none of our launched episodes have this individual everybody is praising this individual and it will not come to any surprise to you that i want to highlight this woman being a brown woman in, in america she endured and fought through considerable odds to be successful uh then she made a sacrifice to go onto the world stage as a wife of the 44th first pre- the 40, 44th president the first black president of the united states so she's a 44th first lady. Um, I'm sure everyone has heard of her. None other than my favorite first lady, Michelle Obama. Yes. Woo, woo. I, hey, Auntie. That's the look, the Michelle. only first lady. I ain't recognize nobody right, else. Not one of them. Hey, not a name. Uh, I love Michelle. I wanted to highlight her before, but today is the day <coughs> because I realized I was looking through the Instagram and listening to some of the episodes. Like, we never got that episode out with Michelle. I need to get my Auntie Michelle on here as a brown brand recipient. So I'm not going to go into a whole lot of depth about her accolades, but I will say that I hate that I missed her coming to Detroit. Because oh, she was great. I did went, you go? I, of course. Them tickets were so expensive. Yes, they were. They then were a mother chucker. And I would have Was it worth it? Absolutely. Oh, okay. Well, the way that I looked at it, um, you know, just getting into the, the adult legacy yeah. type of thing right. to be able to when I have grandchildren say, you know what? Grandma, you know, we only had one at that time. We only had one <laughs> black president and his wife was phenomenal she was professional she was graceful she was the epitome of what an actual classy woman was and i got a chance to go and hear her speak she was here you know 
If I, I got eight hundred dollar damn red bottoms, why in the hell I can't spend a couple of hundred dollars to go see somebody true. that I feel would be important to tell my tell my grandkids? Absolutely. So I mean, you know, I agree. I, you know, I ain't get no, you know, my edges was nappy. You know, I didn't get, I didn't go get my lashes done for about, you know, a month two. <laughs> it's okay. It's a sacrifice. It's okay. Didn't I wish br- I had made that sacrifice. No, that, right. that, you, that ain't no goddamn excuse not brushing goddamn. <laughs> I would have. You could have called me. I'd have brought you toothbrush and a whole tube of toothpaste. I even got you electric toothbrush. One to vibrate. You could have used the other end for something else. Now listen. You know what? Uh, this little bastard. <laughs> Jesus whipped. Yes, he did. I love Michelle. I wish I had Beckett made that sacrifice to go. That is something that I regret. But she'll be around again. I'm sure at some point. She just. It's amazing. And you know what? Anybody who can tell Oprah. Hold on, I'm not done talking. Because she, she was with that interview with Oprah. Oprah started saying something, and she was like, she put her finger up, and she kept, she kept talking. She didn't stop. She, she, she did that church finger. She did that church finger. She, that's how you know you for real. You for real, a, you a brown Oprah, woman. Well, you know, no, because Oprah, Oprah needs to be shutted up. Okay, so. She still got a problem with Oprah right now because Ooh. Oprah's behind that whole Michael Jackson thing. That whole Michael, she needs to look at it too. like this, baby. Oprah, Oprah want to continue to get her coins. We get it. But getting the coins of throwing your owner the bus? Come on now. We get it. Ain't the first time she I'm did it. it. Who else you do it to? I'm we over. We got to talk about that offline. Come on now. You got to go back to when when she was on. Uh, what was that? Uh, you ain't old enough to know when she was going up against Donahue. You remember him? Oh, yeah. Mm. I remember Donahue, the white hair. Okay. Donahue was old when I was born, so. Donahue came out like. Uh, the 20s? No. What's, that, what's the black man that don't age? Who? Morgan Freeman, you know, Donahue, they both came out old. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about eight months old, mm-hmm. you go here with, uh, with gray hair. years old. Right. God. I remember Donahue and uh, Sarah Jesse Raphael. Sally Jesse Raphael. Sally Jesse Raphael, yeah. So back then, then Oprah, was was sh- Oprah was shading people to, to get herself out there. Mm. And I, I mean, it's a process. It was a process. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it was a process. I guess this is the most recent one because Mike's dead and we feel like she should have been she, like... She stabbed his ass in the back. She stabbed him. She did. She stabbed he that posthumously nigga stabbed him in she the back. She stabbed that nigga up. He gone. And then you want to bring these little boys out talking about... And you know what? Michael was weird. And I don't, I don't deny that he did it. He might have. But shut up. I don't... You know what? I, for years, I have been a, a, a defending person when it comes to that. Because when you really look at it, look at them damn parents. Like, I'm sorry. I have children. I got a boy and a girl. I'm not, you over here in Never Neverland. I'm going to leave my kid back with that. Bitch, are you crazy? Listen. Nah, I wish my mom left me there because we would be rich to this day. I'd be on that (laughs) Oprah special like a motherfucker. Like, cornbread and caviar, we about to fly to LA because we had the money to do so. I'd be rich to the motherfucker. Right. Mama, why did you take me to Neverland? That's my thing. You fucked up. This man was, like you said, considered weird. You considered weird. You have animal. you over here with Bobo on your hip like, like he a two year old. Hell no, they have fleas and shit. Fleas and ticks. I'm sorry, monkeys have little bugs and stuff. As You're, a mother, a protective parent. As a protective so-called parent, because this motherfucker got money, I'm gonna take my kid over here to play with Bobo and a giraffe. Oh, and you can spend the night without me. Shit. Yeah, we be in that motherfucker together. Give me you just this debate. If anything, I'd be in the I'm hotel. I would have been in the bed with him by that, her damn Excuse self. me, I was getting ready to say it. 
You ain't gotta <laughs> well, touch I wouldn't have made it to the room. You ain't gotta touch my kid. You wanna put my hair in some ponytails? My mom would be like, uh uh-uh. Right, okay, right. You want me to get some bra- you want This me to get is a, a right. grown folks conversation, and you got to take your ass in the, in the right. other 13 I'm, I'm room. I'm sorry. The other 13 I, me and Mike rooms. need to talk. Nobody you about to impregnate me, Mike. Yes. You about to impregnate Nobody me. held these parents accountable. Mm-hmm. They talking about these kids. No, you set your kid up. You are yep. a predator yep. because you allowed your child to be preyed on. Right, you allowed your child to be preyed on. But look how many instances where these kids came. These adults now they're my age. Mm-hmm. Right. My mama told me to lie. My parents. So this money gone. He uh-huh. gone. They can't get it back. But yep. it was so many cases where they had. You know, he didn't feel like fighting it. Where these people came back and t- told the truth. Right. That they weren't touched. I'd be like, Michael, you want to marry me? I'd be. I'd be <laughs> eight years old. You want to marry me? I was smart about look, money at a young I, age. Look, can I put on your sequence glove? Please. <laughs> Please. Yep. Yep. You can touch me down there if I can put it on up here. <laughs> <laughs> you going straight to hell. <laughs> shit, I would have been all in there like shit. I'm so sorry. what? I wouldn't. I wouldn't have been comfortable. I'm not playing with no damn monkeys and damn zebras. I do love animals. I love animals too, but you got to remember, you a seven-year-old. You can't just walk up and Bobo going to sit next to y'all eating cereal together. <laughs> Fruit Loops? Yep. He gonna feel protective and territorial about his daddy. He should have been doing it to Bobo. Oh, oh now he done went to bestiality. So, Michelle Obama, <laughs> we love you. <laughs> and thank you for being the essence of brown brilliance today. We yes. love you. A wonderful Michelle Obama. We got to break down. Offline. This man went to bestiality. <laughs> I, I, I quit. When you go to pet pedophilia, you might as well go to bestiality. All of it's fucked up. That's my opinion. I'm judging. So what? Okay. Okay. Send me an email. Look, it's fine. Okay. Email me at gmail.com. Anyway, so here we go. Here we email go. Email us. I'm your manager. Oh. So. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't signed no goddamn contract yet. Uh, that's all right. We have a verbal contract and it's recorded. Gold. That is man. true. It will hold up in court. That's why I got on this gold. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you so much. Listen, um, here, okay, we got to move into the meat of the conversation. The whole reason Tammy came out today African American women in American society have a double whammy. They are brown and they are, they are female. So if society treats them so fucking poorly, imagine how they get treated in the workplace. Now, according to the Women in the Workplace 2018 survey, women of color are not only significantly underrepresented, they are far less likely than others to be promoted to manager, more likely to face everyday discrimination, and less likely to receive support from their managers. Now, these researchers surveyed 279 279 fucking companies. That's a lot of data. Employing more than 13 million people, and they talked to 64,000 employees on their workplace experiences. More than 90% of the companies polled said prioritizing gender and racial diversity leads to better business results. Yet, only 42% of employees surveyed said that they see gender diversity as a company priority, and only 22% see racial diversity as a company priority. So it's some bullshit. You say the stuff that you need yep. to say in the media yep. to make you look good, but really, your employees don't even feel the effects of you valuing gender and racial equality and diversity. So... Even fighting against, so fighting against all this is really tough. And a lot of women have to masculinize themselves in the workplace. And I say masculinize because these are some of the things and traits that would particularly be associated with the man in American culture and Western culture. So now here are some of the things. You know, women have to have that strong-ass handshake. They'd be like 
Like man, like what the fuck? Yes, uh, I will snatch your hand off. Okay, the whole like thing. I'm Lou Ferrigno. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody wants to look that up, you know that was the Hulk. That, that was his Hulk. real name, yes, Lou Ferrigno. And he had a speech impediment too. Um, uh, you had women wear pants instead of dresses. There was a time and place where women only wore dresses. Now I don't have a problem with these things, but this is what. Women have done to masculinize themselves to be taken more seriously. The short haircuts. Uh, look at Hillary. Hillary, used to, when she came out as first lady, she was mild and meek, had long hair, looking like a homely housemaking woman. When she got into politics, she cut that shit so short, put on them pantsuits, and she was all That's because she part of the pride. She, shit, let's be real. Stop she lying is. now. She, she She's pride. a lesbian. She is part <laughs> of the pride. <laughs> Don't forget. She, she is part of the pride. Yes. And then we got the aggressive, brash tones, especially with black women, because black women are considered angry black women, but they are harsh sometimes. But that's not true. They, they, you got to speak to get what you need. And then they also, a lot of women are hyper assertive. And you be like, what the fuck? Are you a man? Like, and, it's, and it's far from that. But being in order, in order for you to be taken seriously and career oriented, it's like, I have to sit here and be a dude. Like, I have to show this aggression and it's 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 ridiculous that to be heard, right? In order to be heard, taken seriously, but then they take it as oh, as oh she's a oh she's aggressive oh she's so she oh she just she's hard to work with. No, I'm not hard to work with. I said what I said, and I mean what I mean. But if Becky do it with the good hair, she like the broad off of the the she's devil wears Prada. She's yes. fierce. She's a go getter. She's a go getter. She's gonna move up. She's promoted within a month. Not she's climbing to add, the top. You add her pussy to that, she's gonna be promoted within a week. And yes. that is now these yeah. are facts. And them damn and them damn dockers. These are facts. You know she gonna wear uh, she gonna wear them damn dockers and a polo mm-hmm. shirt every day with them little sketchers, them slide in ones that stretch. Well, that's because they are. I tell people all the time they're scared. It, it. Yes, they are. I, we I know are I public enemy it. number one. Yes, Black, we are. Male or female, that's the truth. And it doesn't make any fucking sense, bro. Like for real. I've learned to embrace it. Actually, it, it, to me, it, I've I've made it I've made it a, a, a game. Mm-hmm. So this is what you expect. I'm gonna give it to you. I'm a, I'm, I'm gonna give it to you. When I say I'm gonna give it to you, as many times as I had to deal with anxiety with working in corporate America and knowing that these people are against me, knowing that you know every day, like he said, it was a struggle. I made sure I'm, I'm coming in with my hair done. Every, I'm, it's late. Oh, you got your hair done again? Yep, a different style, different color, whatever. Every week, heels, dresses, whatever. And I wasn't required to, but it was to make sure I did stand out. Because they wanted me to slip. Mm. They wanted you to come in there with a head rag on. They want you to come and be that stereotypical black bonnet. woman. Right. Which, I don't even own a damn bonnet. No, I have a bonnet. I sleep with a bonnet. Yeah, I got a few bonnets. Yeah, I, do uh, bonnets. I don't. I don't wear them in public. Because it protect my, my edges. edges. I don't have none. Uh, I, I oh. mean, I have, they, 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 they're light. Okay. They're light. Mm. <laughs> I've been doing the rice water and it's working. Really? Yes. We had to talk about that offline. Because my beautician wasn't really feeling the rice water. She well, said it stank. It do. And she didn't see no results to it yet. No. None well, of her clients had any results with it yet. My, I have, honestly. Really? Yes. Mm. It's literally rice water. So what you do mm-hmm. is you let the rice, I don't know how they do it, but you let the rice ferment. So you can boil it and let, you know, the starch water sit. Or what I end up start doing is I just get it, some rice and let it sit and put a cover over it. After two days, I put it on there, and you let it sit like a conditioner. You put the um, 
jerry curl bag on there or whatever mm-hmm. and i massage it in okay and then i'll get a hot towel and wrap it around it again that helps with the stimuli you know making mm-hmm. it stimu- stimulant or whatever and then um you rinse it out like you would a conditioner how long do you leave it in there about 20 minutes so like you know i'll go downstairs cook put some clothes in the laundry or whatever but you know just keep it covered with heat also just like you're doing a hot right like you almost doing a hot Hot oil oil treatment treatment. yes Mm -hmm. but no i've actually seen the result (coughs) definitely yes and i have went and paid money for i went to the dermatologist and i got those shots where yes it was expensive because insurance didn't cover that so it was out of pocket they would shoot you 20 times on each side in the temple and then afterwards because it's a needle it was blood marks. I did everything possible because my edges were thin, and it's a hereditary thing. But when I was a kid, I've all, I mean, I had, my hair has always grown long, but my edges were always kind of thin. But as a kid, it was thick, so I don't know what the hell. It was, I don't know if it was because of them perms, you niggers. <laughs> yes, Lord. Them Girl. perms messed us all up. And I, and, I, and I, I wanted it just for me so bad, and I listen, got one too. I got one, and my parents told, my daddy told me, he said, your hair, you don't need a perm. You have nice hair, but my friends had a perm. Mm-hmm. So you needed one too. So I snuck and Just got a perm. For me. I snuck and got a perm. Jim, 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 Jim. And now I'm over here using rice. Rice. In my <laughs> Thanky ass rice water. To rejuvenate. I'm going to sniff your head in a minute and see if it smells right. It smells like juices and beans. Uncle Ben's. Look, <laughs> old ass Uncle Ben's. Old ass Uncle Ben's. <laughs> but no, it's working but, for but, me. But even the fact that you said that you had to spend money to keep your hair done. And dress up extra nice, whereas a lot of I've seen a lot of people who aren't us going to work looking raggedy as fuck, like trailer trash. And still be successful. Wine dot down river nasty. So you got to spend some of your money just so you can look and like, play the part, and still be disrespected. Yep, and still and, and don't forget. I don't know if it was in the statistics. They don't want to give us the money either. Yes, actually, one of the statistics right here. They don't want yeah, to. Yeah, Taraji Benson said that at the Oh, work. no. They don't want to give us the money. Yeah. No, 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 no. They want to give us a fraction. Absolutely. It is only, I think I saw somewhere I was reading, it said that, what's worse, according to U.S. Census Bureau, is that while a full-time working woman earned about 80 cents for every dollar a man did, a full-time working black woman earned only 67 cents for every dollar. That is correct. That is fucking nuts. And we're the 67. ones out here with the single, with, you know, you're taking the daddies away. Mm-hmm. If you ain't killing them, you're yes. putting them in jail. And we run around yes. taking, care, taking care of kids. That is absolutely fucking ridiculous. So what? tell us about your experience at your company. So what were the things that... Whew, what were some of the things, the microaggressions or the very overt aggressions they, they enacted towards you? Well, I had a sales role. So it was sales. And um, I'm negotiating with commercial business. So with that being said, I'm speaking to the, the gas station owner, you know, the business owner. And, of course, they're trying to nickel and dime us. I'm getting honey, baby, honey, baby all day. And I have to stand firm. This is what our company is doing. I have goals that I have to attend to. So it's like, okay, look. Well, let's give some background real quick. I'm sorry. So she was working at a waste management company. Yes. Um, and they picked up, they're the ones, the, the dump truck, I mean, the, the garbage trucks that pick up the dumpsters from the commercial property. So she was negotiating contracts and new business for 
commercial new property, or existing new business. or existing business yes. when the contracts came up or they were mm-hmm. coming in. So this is what she did. So continue. I'm sorry. So with that being said, um, I'm arguing every day. It, it, for real, it's like litigation. I literally argued with people. It on sounds the like you day. didn't go to law school. I've heard that multiple times because I can argue like a son of a bitch, especially in relationships. Yeah, and you analytical, so very. When your birthday? One eighteen. I'm a cap. Oh yeah. But I do have the other traits from what I hear. The next, what's the next one? Aquarius. Yeah, I think it's Aquarius. After that. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, but um, yeah. But no, um. So they, when I say it, going into it, the office was in Wixom. That was our corporate office. Majority of individuals that were in management roles, and I didn't start off in account manager role. I started off in our customer service. They put us all on one side. So you just a customer service rep. You taking the calls. And at the time, Verizon, which I had been at ten plus years, they decided to close, and I re and I didn't want to relocate. So I had to take something else. I had kids. So right. you know, as we do, we have to sacrifice. Cool, not a problem. Waste management is a good company, and I always look at things where. You just start off here, but you're going to bounce. You're going to go ahead and keep. And that's exactly what I did. Within nine months, boom, I was at the next level and I went to being an account manager, which when I got over there, I didn't realize, damn, I really backdoored it because it was not any black female account managers. Mm. When I say I went through so much hell, I was somebody came up and said that um, I bullied them, that I walked past their desk and said that I was going to beat them down. And luckily at the time, the manager that I had. It does sound like you, Tammy. No, it does not. So listen, <laughs> that is funny you said that. When I got called into HR, it, they did an investigation behind my back. I didn't even know what was going on. So they were talking to people in the office like, well, how does she act with you? Did she ever say anything? Did she ever threaten you? You know, and some people like, well, you know, she cool. She like the mama of the place. She cooked right. and cleaned for everybody. She'll put you in, in check. In a professional environment, right. you are very professional. Yeah. Right. But, you know, like she's never did anything like that. And my manager told HR, he said, I know her. I work with her very closely. Tammy is not going to walk and say, I'm going to beat you up. She would say, I'm going to fuck you up. <laughs> he, and he told her, and HR just bust out laughing. He said, no, seriously. So whoever came and concocted this story about where she was like, yeah, you know, I'll meet you outside. And I, No, if she's upset or if it got to that level, she would say, I'm going to fuck you up and I'm about to beat your ass now, that not later. Sound like Tammy. Now, that's me. That's Tammy. So after all of this investigation and my job was literally on the line, after all this went on. They came back and said, well, we couldn't find anything. And, you know, and they gave me an apology. You don't have me anxiety on edge because I'm thinking I'm getting ready to lose my livelihood yep. because my, That's how they and do. all they did was wipe it under the yes, rug. They did. And it, when it came out later, it was all because I wasn't a part of a clique. These women at the job were upset because I have rules. No, I don't. Interact with social with you, media. Right. I'm not hanging I'm not with you. I'm you on social media. I'm not right. fucking with you. That's what it all stemmed from. Because I was, t- I, I was separate. I'm not hanging with y'all. I don't want to be friends with y'all. And that was a rule that I that should have been respected. Mm-hmm. But they continued to come at me. That, that was just one instance. I got pulled in office another instance. Her shoe's too sexy for work. The fuck? What? <sighs> at our company, they did... Do your feet have breasts on them? Or is your breast Listen, showing on your feet? The job they have where it is anonymous things that are sent over to HR. Oh, yeah. And HR has to address it. Yes, they have to. They have to address it. So I, no matter how minute or stupid it was, they had to pull me in. Her shoes was too sexy for work. I got pulled in again where somebody said, well, we see her undergarments. 
They said they saw my panty line. Do you know HR told me to get a slip or a girdle? Wow. And when I contacted above the HR in the office, they were like, well, I'm like, do I have a lawsuit? Because to me, y'all harassing me. But my manager, who at the time was riding for me, he said, shouldn't you be concerned with the person that's looked like, why they looking at her that tough to even see a panty line? Exactly. So this is the type of shit that I had to endure while I'm in this place to a point where it's like, you know what? I'm going to do one better. I'm going to go on a stress leave for y'all because y'all fucking with me. I mean, literally, they did everything possible. They, anytime I had, you know, more contracts than this white guy, you got to go through each one to make sure I did it the appropriate way. Whereas this motherfucker, he's no still in account. Asked. No, no questions No questions asked. asked. He, they, he just gets his bonus. But when my bonus is reflecting more than what... You got to scrutinize mine. You got to scrutinize mine line by line. What the fuck? What? Okay, Tammy, let's look at all your contracts. And I'm like, wait, but they, they didn't look at all the contracts with me. They looked at the contracts after the fact when I wasn't available. Wow. Behind my back. Wow. Um, hold on for one second, Tammy. Uh, we got to let our beautiful uh, Maria Renee go. She has and I'm to mad because this is this is getting good. Yes, before but you I'm go, I'm also in the contract too. So. Before you, where you go, Maria Renee? Can yes. you tell us very briefly, real quick? Have you had a similar experience at your old job? Absolutely. I not no old job. Right now, I'm going through that. Oh wow! Wow. I am the the typical black girl that's out, outraged and and urban and and, and ghetto and. And I accept that proudly. And you know why I do that? You know, because first of all, you're not gonna ever talk to me like I have, like I don't have no common sense. That's right. what you're not finna do, right. especially when I've been doing work that I've been doing so long. So I tell any nurse and any doctor, the only difference between me and you is you decided to go to school extra year, a little bit more than I did. Right. But at the at the end of every day, we're doing the exact same care. Yeah. The exact same. I have to deal more with the patient than you do. Right. You come in and look at them and you out the door and you get a whole a, a better paycheck. Exactly. But I physically have to be in this room with this patient assessing and working with them on a 12-hour scale. Day-to-day basis. Every, every shift. And you know everything about them. Like so if I'm coming at you sideways, it's a reason. I need you to listen. Yeah. Because your report you only going to get from me because guess what? You're not in here. Right. Right. So yes, I'm and angry. And the majority of the work. Yeah. I'm 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 abs- I'm assertive and 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 mean and but who but who they calling first? Oh my God, Renee! I, I don't know why I didn't ask you first. Duh. I don't Duh. know why I. I don't know. I should have. Yeah, and me me the first one. And yep, and you should. And you should look have. as you should. Right. You should have. But the- but it's already taken care of. Oh, oh my we God. knew you were gonna do it. Oh my god! But that's so the, that's the other thing. So it's like You're so great. when they get in a crunch, <laughs> yeah. or when stuff really has to be handled. Oh, like she said, first one. Brown people have to handle shit, so we are good at handling stuff under pressure. We have to. And Maria Renee is starting back with her nursing program in the fall, so she can be one of the ones who gets that mm-hmm. better paycheck. Oh, I always tell them I'm gonna be a far better nurse than you are. It's a at the end of the day, it's a paycheck now. For them, yeah, it's a paycheck. And you, can, and you can tell the ones that, that it's a paycheck for. And you know for. what? You deserve to make that and I'm 70, a chop 80, your, I'm going to chop you up 
er, er single time. Yep. Er, and I've been, I've been, er single time. One of the fights me and Maria Renee always have is about school. I want to make sure she understands I'm going to continue to push you. Yes. Continue to fight with you. So and now, make sure now, you now, I'm, now I'm going to be on your head too. Like, excuse me. Not. Yes. Like, uh, look at Because we got to support each other. Proper light skin. And I'm on uh. you. Because listen, if you're going to take a third of my motherfucking money, you better take your ass to law school. <laughs> Why are you talking shit, Tammy? 33%. Mike Morris. I'm going to school Hello. with Carl Collins. <laughs> attorney. Att- att- you got to get a pair Carl. of Uggs first. Attorney. I got some, but his is the ones that like lean. Okay. See. You know, where the little... The and little he hook. work out in them? Yeah, he, he be hot. He getting his, he getting his sweat down. Musty feet. <laughs> his feet got to lose weight. He trying to sweat them out. Musty, Musty feet. feet. Musty feet. But Rhea Renee, we, we, we look forward to having you back. Yeah, I'll be back. Next week, obviously. It's normal time. Normal time, same place. We normal love time. you. I'm going to listen. I'm gonna tell you, I I am also a wedding planner, so okay, yes. you know. She told me on the last episode that she's gonna pay me. I said for what? Oh, cause you go wedding planner too. I said what the? F- <laughs> what did I become a wedding planner? Well, shit, you know what? Shit. Go ahead, cause guess what? Let me know. We can coordinate. I just bought a photo booth. <gasps> Yeah. Did you really? Yes. yes. Only on oh my God. Yes, Only I have a that's, photo. That's one of the things that they wanted. Okay. Well, I have a, I have that, all the so, equipment and shit at the crib. Let me um, connect y'all. Also, um, I have 150 uh, of the stretchy seat covers. I just oh. bought, I bought them for my sister's wedding. They didn't get there in enough time. It was for her bridal shower. So I was like, fuck it. I'm one of them people. Just, I keep it. I, I can rent them out. Yes, you can. And I'll be reading them from you. Let me know. Awesome. I'm about to share your contact with her. Yes, text it to me right now. Right now. So, yeah, I got to go and be be Be, Maria Renee Remalo. You got to go be great, girl. Get it, brown girl. I had the phone on Do Not Disturb. (laughs) Oh, but you're in my favorite, so it went through. Yes, absolutely. And see, me and Tammy going to finish up this episode that we're going to get us some food downtown some motherfucking where. Okay. Okay. I mean, why you got to? We'll FaceTime you. We'll FaceTime you. And make okay. faces. I mean, you finna. <laughs> with, our le- with our legs up. No, but he did. He, I know why he did it. It's cool. I ain't tripping. Why do I, ain't, what? I ain't tripping. Why? I'm gonna go this way. I'm gonna go eat with Pooh at. You gonna eat his Pooh butt? I'm gonna go eat with Pooh. Oh, eat with. I thought you was gonna eat Pooh butt. I said, no. I was saying, no, wait a minute. And we gonna have to do an after dark. Well, okay, okay. Late know. night show. Well, actually, this is, this is our podcast is on Detroit is different after dark because we talk about some raunchy shit sometimes. So. Oh, shit. I'll be back. <laughs> he be talking about. I don't normally really yeah, get so off Yeah, so you can come back. We can talk about some real yes. raunchy shit too. Oh, shit. We do try to make educate, it clap. but it's also entertainment too. Make so. it clap. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> make it clap. We'll miss you. Bye, boo. Bye. Love you guys. Bye. Love I'll talk to you soon. Okay, bye. So, uh, Tammy, back to you. So, you were saying, so you continue with your story. So, basically, you were in a situation where you said, fuck it, I'm going to take a stress leave. I'm out this bitch. Yeah. Maria and they lock that door when you walk out that door here. So, we don't want them people trying to come in here and get us. Because we sexy. We real sexy. Well, shit, we all, I, I ain't prepared. I, I was trying to be respectful to the establishment, didn't know if I, was, I could bring it in or not. <laughs> <laughs> we safe over here. This is a good area. Did he just lie like that? <laughs> <laughs> we safe over here. <laughs> That's because we got the Lord wrapped around his arms of protection. Yes. Give me some sugar. Boo, you wearing that dress to work because you got your little booty about to hang out. Yes, she you, do. Look at that. I was say, you bend over it's, one time. That's a shirt. T-shirt and shorts. Look, that's I a shirt. I about to say, you were around you here. You got no shorts under there? No. You got some drawers on? Yeah. Lord have mercy. You sure you got on drawers? You got on a bra? Okay, you got on a bra today. Okay, good. No, them some big boobs. She got to put a bra on. She, she, she got, got a host. She don't wear bras. She don't wear bras. Oh. She does not wear bras. 
Okay. She got a bra problem. I got a drawers problem. <laughs> got two drawers full, and guess what? They just be there. They just be there clean. Like, like you know, if I try to have a little gentleman, you know, I might put them on for you, you a might, minute. Because you want them to work for it. You want to do a little extra like, work no, for we it. No, we're going to pull them to the side. <laughs> <laughs> Back to this educational topic at hand, because this is an educational show on today. We, want to, we try to understand... Tammy's experience It was I mean and I know I'm not the I know I'm not the only person Because of the The simple fact that There was other individuals In the office that you Brown continue, people Yes Brown women Being scrutinized Over the dumbest Things Where let's just say You know um, It's your fault If you're late I had a guy It was a, one of my coworkers Where He would be Running late He's supposed to be at work By nine He would come in And he would park In visitor parking Punch in. This is closer. Right. Punch in. And again, most people, com- their commute is from Detroit or, you know, Southfield, whatever, to Wixom. 696 have been going through all kind of construction. So it's even if you left our, even if you left early, it still was a, a you know, a heck of a transition. Sure. That's, that's a hell of a travel. Sure. So this one particular gentleman, and he wasn't the only one. This is the funny part. They would, they started watching him on the camera. They tried to they put they tried to fire him. My manager was so petty. He tried to fire him. He said he was still in company time because he would come in, park in visitor parking, go clock in, and then go move his car to adequate parking. Which literally Does he took get lunchtime? Yes. So that's part of his lunchtime. Well, it literally could have been no more than four minutes that this if would he didn't take. Punch in at a certain time, it would be considered a tardy, which would right. build up towards him being, being right, exactly. But because a white person went and told the manager, you start watching the cameras. But another person, car, their back window got broken out. Y'all couldn't watch the cameras and see who did it. But you can sit here and watch the cameras and say that he, this man was still in company time. That's what they actually said it as, that if he was still in company time. And they instead, and the guy told him the verbiage that he used was, because I kind of like you, we're not going to fire you. We're just going to put you on a final. And if you have any other discrepancies as far as attendance or anything of that nature that may actually happen within a one year's time, then you'll be terminated. A one year third step or final. Wow. But literally, but it was, they could have uh, just it was, did it as, because you can work the system how you want. They could say, okay, well, you're going to take less time for lunch. Exactly. But that's, instead, you want to put you your foot when you put your foot on his on his neck, and he's trying to break his neck to get here. Now, true enough, he should have left even earlier. Exactly, perhaps. like I said, it was it is his fault. Taking but some ownership that there are rules that are made and rules that are broken for other people, and I think the same thing should happen for some of us. And this is why people I always say that we need to have our own fucking companies. And I'm not saying that we get our own companies and we act a damn fool because I promise you, when I do open my company, I will fire your ass for being stupid. I promise you. And the stupid right. comes in a lot of forms. Being late, doing dumb shit. But you know, there, I, there's but a way to address it. There's a way to address things. And it's not because a lot of things are driven from a subconscious, uh, microaggressive, racial point of view. A lot of people come at you race. They don't even realize they're racist. But because it's you... And because you're doing this, because you could be doing the same exact thing, like you said, with the contracts. Well, I got more than him, but we're going to look at Tammy's contracts. We're not going to look at his. All that right. kind of shit happens all the time. But we need not only to get our $1.2 trillion as a community, we need to spend it at our own companies, and we need to make our own money, create our own jobs. Exactly. That's so important. 
So shout out to Jacquees Purifoy because she is at the Build Institute. And they do teach a lot of entrepreneurial skills down there. I'm going to take some classes myself. But that is jacked up. That kind of stuff yes. pisses me off. There was, for me, like, when I, the whole, I was, I talked about it on several episodes, but hell, I'll do it again. Very briefly is that, like, when I was working at that automotive company, which not which will not be mentioned on this podcast. I don't know if I did by mistake before, but I work hard not to mention the name because I don't want them to get any kind of play from my podcast. Exactly. But I was working at the automotive company, making really good money. I would always sit down with my boss every fucking week when we had our one-on-one, because she wanted to have a one-on-one every week. Hey, how am I doing? Is there, are there any performance issues you were concerned about uh, with me? Is there anything I can do differently to make sure I'm doing my job well? Uh, blah, blah, blah. No, you're doing fine. You're but see, doing that's great. that fake shit. Yeah, you're doing fine. And then when the performance review comes, well, we're letting you go because of performance issues. Wait. Wait, I bet, this is something, and it's on paper. Like, wait, what? It's on paper that you've inquired about this. Wait, you what? Now I can take my own documentation, but HR don't care about the documentation nope. you took. No, nope. they just want to see what's on it's that not performance valid. review. It's, it's not, not valid. valid. It's not submissible. It's no, or valid. it's not. Is there's no validity to it? And so, but I asked you, what do you mean? What performance issues? And then all these, there was nothing to bring up except for dumb little shit that you tried to make something and it really wasn't. Like they tried to create an issue. Like that one time that you were late turning in this document, you went, you, you're supposed to do it on Friday, but you turned it on Monday. Well, but I, here's the email when I asked you if I could turn it in late because I, before the deadline at the end of the day, I said, hey, but they didn't build a I, case, but they didn't build a case behind your back against you. Right. But I still got the email. Like here's the email saying, hey, this is 12 o'clock. I know this is due by the end of the day. However, here, here are some things I'm working against. So it's not my fault, but it is something that another department has yet to give me. But I've been on their tail. Here's a trail of emails I've been sending trying to get it. And maybe you can help support me in this. But can we extend this deadline till Tuesday, uh, to Monday or Tuesday? Oh, yeah, sure. That's not a problem. But you're using it to fire me? Or how about that time? What, why don't we talk about the time that y'all tried to set me up and send me? I'm not a process engineer, but I'm a smart motherfucker. Okay? Right. And so... They tried to send me to one of my contact centers that I oversaw in Indianapolis to process document a whole operation. Now, to me, on the surface level, process documentation is not that difficult. But when you get into the nitty-gritty, you have to understand how all the technical components work. I am not a software engineer. I am not a, necessarily a technical guy, per se, but I can understand the process. But I was sent to do something that I have never, ever done when I asked and for I support, get, it wasn't part of my qualifications. It wasn't part of my qualification, not part of my job technically. Or your and job I, description. When, and when I asked for support, I got yelled at. I got told that if you can't handle your job, da 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 da, and they were trying to bait me. I was like, well, first of all, you don't need to be disrespectful. Because they want I'm you, to, they want you, you as to we escalate. Just, they want you to escalate. And I simply said, you don't have to be disrespectful and yell at me. I'm asking for support. If you are unable to provide the necessary support, I will handle it on my own. No problem. They want that nigga to come I up. came back with everything the way it was supposed to be. I asked the different questions. I got on YouTube. I got on Google. I used all of my resources and I made sure that whole process document was flawless with process maps, everything they wanted. They had nothing that they could say about it. Man. And then they had an attitude, I'm sure. They had an attitude because yeah, you... because that was supposed you, to be the thing that right, did to the trip end. you up. But I did it and it still was flawless. So when they came to me with all the performance and even after me pursuing it with an attorney, it didn't work out because... It was like, oh, well, we don't have a strong enough case because we can't prove it. Well, yeah, I guess the law needs to be redefined on how you prove harassment or how you prove an yes. incorrect termination. 
yes, at will basis, but you shouldn't be able to just get rid of someone because you, you have don't a like person. And, but do you know that that's what they're? But that's what they say. That's what they say now. At will is, I can come to work, and if I decide I don't like you anymore, you can't be here. And the lawsuit shouldn't. The, the, technically, the lawsuit shouldn't stick because, aside from the protected classes, which is a African American. Homo, uh, uh, homosexuals are not a protected class as far as I know. No, but, not yet. Uh, sexual orientation is not, but the family status, um, uh, race, um, uh, sex, uh, I forgot what the other ones are, but... Shit, EEOC, all of that. I, I went to the EEOC. I feel like I did all that e- shit. I did the same None thing. None of it has it had worked in my favor. My supervisor, who did, he was the supervisor. His best friend did the same thing I did. They went camping. Their families were together every weekend. They talked to each other every day. Everything that I said to this person, whether it may be um, about my you know, performance with anyone, he is telling his best friend. Since when is it okay for your best friend to be your actual direct report? I sent this to, to actual HR. Nobody ever followed up and said anything. But if... Your best friend. But if you were my supervisor and we're best friends and hanging out. Oh, both of y'all out the door. We're going to get fired. How did that? How did that? They wouldn't have. It would have never it's happened. It's a huge It would have never occurred, period. And this is why I'm saying we. The people that you do business with. The people that your company did business with. A lot of them probably weren't us. But if we start getting more into entrepreneurship getting our own gas stations, our own businesses, having our own whatever. We can start doing business in and amongst ourselves like the Arabs do, the Jews do. It's not that far-fetched, but we don't want to clean up our credit. We don't want to save the money. No. We don't want to learn more than we are. All we want to do is go to McDonald's or wherever low-paying job we got, make our little money, and struggle our way through. As long as I got my blunt and my 40, and I'm being, I'm generalizing, I obviously, know. but... You understand my point I'm making. We're just comfortable with the minimum. Well, that's the thing. It's not even that. Um, What I've seen now, which I'm really loving it, but it's really heart-wrenching, is the millennials are really kicking ass. Millennials are kicking ass as far as being entrepreneurs and doing stuff. However... I'm one of the older millennials, but I am a millennial. Well, I'm old, shit. (laughs) I've had somebody like, oh, well, technically you're... I'm like, look, I'm old, shit. I act old. I've been around the block several times. I am the block. (laughs) But it's it's heart-wrenching because they have resources. You have individuals that are smart, educated, and um, I use a particular person. I won't say their name. That's a party party promoter. This guy's smart as hell. When I say he has several several venues on lock all week, wow. all week, I mean like banging everybody. You got all kinds of celebrity DJs, celebrity people coming to do these various different venues. What are you doing for the community? Mm. He's making his money. You're making your coins, but what are you doing for the community? What type of mentoring are you doing to teach these other young boys behind you? how to progress and get into these type of positions and roles. Make this a corporation. Tell these boys how to become an LLC. You know what I'm saying? So that it, it's heart-wrenching where it's all about, yeah, my coins, my coins, my coins. I get it. That, I mean, that's life. You want to make your money. You want to be comfortable. You want to, you know, get to a certain status quo. But you're not helping the next man. So yeah. that's why we get that crab in a barrel shit. We got to lift as we rise. Exactly. We have to. A lot of us are crabs and we're going to step on you. Oh, 
a lot of people are, I don't want to show you how I'm doing what I'm doing because I don't want you to be successful like me. Why would I want you to be exactly, successful? Exactly, because you feel like it's going to take away from you. And what I, me as a person, I mean, it, that even goes back to clothes and hair and stuff like that. You, get, I've had females and they be like, well, where you get your hair? Girl, let me give you the number. Let me give you the car. I don't care because guess what? You can get the same outfit and have the same hair, but bitch, you're not going to be me. You're not going to be me. It's going to look different on you. It's not going to be me. Like Jill but, Scott said, everything ain't for everybody. That you, that smell, that cologne That's that he a, used to wear. <laughs> it stunk on you. It stunk on you. <laughs> but we as blacks and brown people have to get that in our head that just because you tell me your recipe does not mean my sauce going to taste like yours. My sauce can be just as good with a different twang to it. And not pull it. away from you. And not pull away and from you. And we can you. collaborate too. Right. We can work together. But we want to we see where we come from. And I talked about this a lot. Where we come from, it's a collectivist society. We, in Africa... The people work together here is individualistic, and we're working against our natural inclination to work together. But, but when it, we do it, work together, it's always it's like I've been working on trying to get a real estate group going. And I'm like, okay, I'm not going to be the only one with good credit. Because I'm not going to put my shit on the line. Your shit ain't on the line, too. Exactly. You come to the table with your $5,000, I'll come to the table with my $5,000. You come to the table with your good credit, I'll come with mine. Because we all going to sign on this loan. Exactly. Now, if we can't do that, let's have a conversation because there are other ways to do it. You might put more sweat equity in if you ain't got the money. If you ain't got the credit, you might bring more money to the table. But there's going to be a way where right. you got just as much skin in the game as I have in the game. So why you, should I jeopardize exactly. or why should I sacrifice, per se? Why should I sacrifice and right. put more of me and on the I, line? And if you can't meet that qualification, then I take more of the profit. I'm going to take that 33% then. Huh? I know that I got that right. Because there's so much money to be made out here. But that's the And we got to learn to work yeah, together. we have to. But, our, our, I mean, our people don't want to do that. We don't want to do that. Or. We can keep working for people who treat us like shit. Or the other thing is that you get to a certain status quo. And then um, when it comes to our black businesses, how many boutiques do you know where support black business, support black business? Bitch, open up on time. Have good customer service. Right. I don't want to sit there and talk to Shaniqua while she um, FaceTiming. You know, I have a problem with that. Right. Or, or even at the barbershops, the one I was talking about going into Detroit. I'm sitting in this chair. You stop cutting my hair to go eat some chicken. Or smoke a blunt. Smoke a blunt. If you got to go to the bathroom, sometimes I get, sometimes nature hey, calls. I get, I get that. It. I get that. Because sometimes you your, your stomach, okay, that's cool. But to go smoke a blunt, go eat some chicken. Be professional. Don't expect, you got to earn my money. Listen. That's I, what I'm saying. Listen, I get it. But that's what, that's our problem. We, we get to a certain point and it's like, you feel like you don't owe anybody respect. Well, I'm the barber. You know what I'm saying? Nigga, you got, hey, who else you going to get to cut your hair? You know what I'm saying? Well, it is hard to find a good barber, but there's other barbers out here, and that, there are some. You just got to be willing to pay for it. Listen, I, I have that. I got that kind of hair where I can go wet it. I will wet it and put some gel on this shit and be wavy. Okay. Be wavy Wanda. That's me. <laughs> wavy Wanda. This <laughs> Shit. That's I'm, me. I wet my hair and shit curls right on up just ex- like this. Exactly. I'm good. I just want somebody to keep all the rest good, but if it. But it's, it's really unfortunate that we can't come together. And it goes back to that slave mentality. That's where, where we're still in trap. That's where we're still enslaved. Right, we are. Where you feel like, you know, Boston gave me a gun. Boston gave me, you know, I'm at the gun line. You niggas got to do what I say. Well, why we can't go ahead and use hey, nigga, that I'll gun? Beat your ass. You better use that gun and go shoot that motherfucker. And then we roll up, right? And then we go take over that's one plantation thing. at a time. And that's the but thing. But we don't know that. We don't we busy know trying how to kill up. each other. Like these Jordans on my feet. 
it, it may be at the wrong time of night in the wrong place in Detroit. They, I might get shot for these. Yes. It ain't that deep. It's not. You can have, brother, if you ask me, hey, I need some shoes. Now, I or, like my Jordans. Wait, or how did you get those? How did you get those? That's the question. Help me. Help me. Teach me how to fish so I can eat. That, Teach me how to fish. But that goes back to the Bible. And I might even take you to the store and buy you some. But it goes, And I might not buy you no Jordan. I might buy you a nice shoe, but you ain't got to right. have these Jordans. But that, it goes back to the Bible. And it goes back to, and that's one of the things I know why I'm blessed in a lot of different ways because I don't working in corporate America, making an amount of money that I was making. I still had a part-time job cleaning for a bank where I clean toilets. I don't have a problem where, you know what I'm saying? I can put on a dress and, you know, go and talk and do the most professional things ever meetings and quotas and statistics numbers. And I can walk right out of there and guess what? Go serve you if you. I have no problem with that servitude. Servitude is not a problem. Servitude and being. I want to open a fucking nail shop. I want to open that up. I want to do all that shit. You know what? Because I'm tired. I'm tired of us going to spend our money in the Asian community. I don't get my nails done. I like pedicures though. I I do my own now. If I open a shop, you got to. I was going to a black. I was going to a black girl. She's very popular. I mean, if she watch it, I'm sorry. For tough titty said the kitty. For a manicure, because I don't get false nails, I haven't done that in years. For a manicure with shellac and to get a pedicure, she was charging me eighty dollars. Wait a minute, is that a lot? The that fuck? is a lot. Eighty dollars? I don't have acrylic or anything. You doing the shellac nail polish That's and you're doing a whole do- lot of motherfucking money every two weeks. And people were people spend it? Yes, eighty dollars because but. I look at it like you was the dope, you know, you did all the dope girls' nails. That's why I, that's how I got with her. I mean, you know, shit, you know, she did all the dope, you know, just like certain barbers, they cut all the dope boy hair, so he has dope boy prices. Yeah. yeah. But it, it's hard where Quan Lee is over here doing, I can get a pedicure and shellac my nails done for $40. Yeah, half the price. Half the price? Hell, $40. That ain't even... That's with a $3 tip. With her, I'm giving her a $10 tip because you a brown girl. We have so... We, people say we come a long way. We have so much more to yeah, do. Yeah, we take advantage of... What we have, when we finally find a place where we have privilege, we take advantage of it. So we do to ourselves what others have been doing to us. Those little microaggressions... And we can be we can be reverse racist as well. Oh, absolutely. We do all these things to ourselves, just like the other ones are doing to us. Yeah. Um, okay, so I want to kind of get your reaction to these. So here's some things that I learned just from getting back to the conversation about uh, a brown woman in America, in America, in the, in the work world. For every hundred men promoted to manager, only sixty black women are. And then 40% of black women uh, have had their judgment questioned in the area of their expertise. 27% of men have been questioned. Only 35% of black women said their manager promotes their contributions to others. 46% of men have said that their manager does that. 41% of black women said that they have had a substantive interaction with a senior leader about their work. 27% of men said that. Um, so, wow. And in the survey, 51%, oh, here's another big thing. 51% of women only, basically, you the only black woman, uh, 51% of women only said that they never, that they need to provide more evidence of their competence 
than others do during the normal course of the business. By contrast, just 13% of men non-onlys felt that way. Yeah. That's nuts. Yeah. All those, all those statistics but are... But with all that truth, do you know things are still not being changed? And like I said, with my company, I, I went to my manager. I said, why don't you interview other black women? I said, I mean, and just me, I'm very open, blunt, transparent. I said, I understand that... Um, with a lot of places, they say one is enough. And I asked, they I said, say that. they shouldn't say, no, shouldn't I asked, that. I said, so am I that, am I that much where you can't take on another black woman? Oh no. I, I mean, it has to do with the, I said, so it has, you're pulling the resumes. So you have to, so you, ha, it's something that you're doing as far as weeding them out because everybody is not named Tanika, Shanika, Tamika. Right. So first we're going to take all the Tamikas and all them Ikas out. Right. All the Ikas, Shantalika. Now I'm going to get the resume. So I'm going to search it up. I'm going to search them on social media. Exactly. Oh, it's the black girl. Exactly. Because oh. I've been in recruiting and I've done that. I've been in recruiting. And to be every honest with you. Every time I get a chance to look, not as a, in a manager role, but every time I meet somebody that I don't, have not seen them, I look on LinkedIn. I look on social media to see if I can find them. Because I want to yes. see what they're about. See if they got mutual friends with me. See if they belong to this. Belong to, I want to know right. what kind of person they are. It's just a thing that people do now. Yes, that is correct. And I think that a lot of companies will even have problems with my podcast. But this is something that I'm not giving up. Just like I entered... Like, I had an interview with a company. They told me I had to get rid of my real estate license. I said, oh, Wait a minute. What? Well, this is not. Whoa, time out. Why? It was an issue with FINRA because I was going to be licensed with securities and be able to sell different licenses. Uh, I was going to be licensed to sell different investment products. So, FINRA, which is the government, regulate, government regula- regulatory arm that kind of regulates securities and exchange kind of stuff, um, or it's a part of that whole thing, uh, they forbid you from having a real estate license while having your securities licenses. So that it's not sounds the company, crazy as but hell. it's the government, but it's still... No. That's still... No, you're telling me that, that's too much control. That's too much. Look here, Fidel. Because I'd like to make my money on different ends. If I exactly. can sell you investments here, I can do this over here. But that's the only way we can end up trying to be anywhere near Bill Gates. It's called multiple streams of income. Multiple streams of fucking income. That's why I do my cleaning. That's why I do my uh, notary work. That's why I do resume building, contracts, lease, you know, updates. Yeah. I do all of that. Yeah. See? Didn't know all this. Yes. This is the shit you should be telling me. I didn't know. You should have been told me this. I ha- it's on my social media. You know how to be fucking people social media. I'm I'm a snob on social media. I look at my stuff and what people like my pictures. Oh now, my I'm god! I barely look at. It. I look at really. You African boys. booty scratcher. <laughs> That's me. So here's a solution to all this. We talked about a lot and we're gonna wrap it up. But this is not the only time we're gonna have this conversation. We've had lots of conversations like this before, and I like that we had you know Tamika come in and we had Maria Renee be able to give us their perspectives from a black woman perspective. Um, but if you're if you're if you are working at a company, one of the things you could do is, A, try to find a company that's black-owned, which may or may not be a better situation, may or may not have the resources and benefits you need. But if you do find yourself in a situation, try to form an, infi- an affinity group. Try to form like a women's forum or, a, or black women or something. Call it something creative, and it could be like they have the LGBT one. They have the black women. They have the black men or all black people. Whatever it is, try to form an affinity group with HR's diversity department to show that, hey, I want to help the company uh, boost its diversity and inclusion. And their cultural. And their cultural. Yeah. That's right. And then that affinity group can help push and he keep the uh, company accountable for 
maintaining a non-biased workplace so that we are comfortable because there are a lot of people who are subconsciously or unconsciously biased and they need to get training in there. There's a lot of things that you can do. I mean, it, go, it goes back to the stuff that's been going on like at Starbucks and um, I'm trying to think, what was the latest? Was it um, Chick-fil-A? It was something where they shut down for the day. The company shut Starbucks. down. Yeah, because shut down for the day. African-American gentlemen were in Starbucks and they were told that you have to leave or you can't use the bathroom, or you had to leave something, or something stupid. But they were waiting on a business partner. How many times have I gone into Starbucks? And I haven't got nothing waiting on somebody to show up, or to use their Wi-Fi, or to use their Wi-Fi. But I'm still sitting in there. I will go in there, and I realize that I don't want to just use. I'll go buy a drink, but if I'm waiting on somebody, I might want to wait till they get there. I want to exactly. get my sit down, get Wi-Fi you, set and up, I get my be, business. And we could be buying a hundred dollars worth of stuff once that person arrives. That part, you just don't know. We might be there all goddamn day. But don't press me to do that. And don't push me. So, yeah, I'm glad they did do that. I'm glad they did shut down for that training. But that just shows the mentality. You can't, the company had the right response. But it is the people that work at the company that's actually bad. We need to be getting at the top of these corporations ourselves. We need to find ways to climb up, 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 and up. But when we do get into those positions, when the black women get reverse to, racism. Right. We tend to, all of a sudden. With them, oh, my God. Yeah. Look where I am now. You getting water, crescent, sand, cucumber sandwiches. <laughs> you don't want to go to they say anymore. Right. You want to go to the top rooftop and you're like, you and know, I'm um, okay I only want, I only want limes from um, Granada. Bitch, what? What the fuck? Your mama can't, your grandma from Southwest, bitch, if you don't go Back over there. Be wig. If you don't go Back. sit your ass down. Listen, your grandma get wigs from the same place my grandma get wigs, The beauty bitch. supply store on the corner, shut up. If you don't sit your ass down. And it's okay to better yourself, but. Don't forget. Lift while you're rising. And pull. Help us. That's exactly why I'm going to this, it's called Sister Friend, and it's uh, through the city, uh, it's a Detroit thing or whatever, even though I don't live in the city of Detroit, but. I've been really looking and researching as far as how can I give back to the community? How can and it's and I'm not, other brown women, especially. but it's so hard. With that y'all are being, really, but it's so hard because even with that being said, and I know we're wrapping up. No, you good? It's a couple of um, they had a group that came out where it's a few women, and I, I you know won't name them. I was so excited because it was about encouragement. Several of them have been through some hardships, been to jail, did this, that, or whatever. But when I went to some of the social media pages of the women, like you said, to, you know, I'm a boss bitch. I don't want that boss bitch stuff. No. No, 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 no. That's tacky to me. I'm sorry. I'm a boss bitch. I drive a Bentley. I don't give a fuck about that. How do I get to drive a Bentley? I don't want. No, 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 no. How can I get over the hump like you did? What what did it take? What prayers? What books did you read? What resources? What resources Tell me. to go from being in prison to now being a, a boss, a business owner, right. or you know what connects or are what there networking? Some, are you willing to invest in me? Do you know who would exactly. be willing to invest in me? Don't did I don't give a damn pussy? about your damn Chanel bag and all that other stuff. That shit ain't that's not it. a boss, but to me that's not a boss bitch. A boss that's bitch material. Has it, but then a they boss give it bitch is else. Oprah because she has own network. Yeah. That's a boss bitch. That's she can tell bitch. me and talk. She can say boss bitch and I'll be all tuned in. Yeah, okay, but boss bitch. You got some material shit that guess what? You still paying notes on that shit. When you own that shit outright. You write a check and say, okay, here. when you have fleets. Then, I, then we guess what? I'll tune in. But no, at this point, you still paying a car note just like I am. Yeah. You just, you, you just, and you a might be caliber. living in a really bad city, part of the city, and you talking about you got this Bentley. Well, how many times has that bitch been stolen, ho? What the hell with that bitch? Is it a, are you driving an 82 Bentley? <laughs> <laughs> 
I like vintage. I'm a boss bitch. <laughs> like what? Oh. But yeah, like we we like you said, you know, as soon as we get some coins, everything is her maze this and this that or whatever. We want to forget our own. We yeah. want to try to get. Let's talk about buying from our people. We can make a black owned purse producer. Let's make that ours. Let's buy some shoes. I'll, I'll take off these Jordans. I don't mind. I love nice things, but when I tell you I have outgrown spending fifteen, two thousand dollars, three thousand dollars for a bag, even if it's somebody else's money, I can't. I can't do it anymore. You can give me the money, and then I can invest that shit. Thanks. Ma- what? I got. I got a house. I got shit I can do. Yeah. I'm doing renovations. Hello. I need to get laid. I, the, the way it was raining here, man, my lawman had to come out twice. <laughs> Because I had a jungle in the front. And where I live at, they'll give you a ticket. A fucking ticket. They will give Cold you a ticket. enforcement will come out real quick. Like, I, look, I don't live in the D. They okay. have somebody who drives around in the car all damn day. With a and, siren on top. Look, no, it ain't even siren. He in his own car. Right on top, bro. Like, oh, he be on his own. Look, ma'am, your grass is more than three inches. Bitch, what? Wait, wait can, can I have a chance to fix it? <laughs> like, wait a minute. I just had my coffee. <laughs> Sorry, ma'am. Here's a ticket. Uh-huh. And they literally will tell you. You have 48 hours to get this under code. Wow. But that's how neighborhoods get kept nice. Exactly. Because that needs to be happening in Detroit. Yes. The people need to be like, hey, you know your house look like shit, right? <laughs> you know Ray Ray. Ray Ray didn't have this playscape in front of this house. You need to move this, cut the grass, and here. And get this damn barbecue pit off the, to, front, off the front porch. You need to... You need to uh, do an application. They will come out, assess the home, and they'll they'll fix your home for you. There you go. They'll fix your home for you, make but it look it's more so presentable. Many, but bring you up know, the people, curb appeal. People know and have this information, and they'll act like they did it, and they're responsible, and they won't tell old girl three houses down. Yes. Because oh, yeah, they want to keep the shit private. My house looks better than yours. Okay, and then they're going to come steal from you because now they think you got money. Because they Let's think you better. Let's all get our houses Together. Together. Let's all do this. Building community value is a nonprofit. But that is one of my honestly, friends that's runs. one of the reasons why I wouldn't and move he, to Detroit. And he does that. I want to buy in Detroit. Some really nice areas in Detroit. I'd love to buy in. Because I'm what? Because of the actual insurance, car insurance in Michigan. What in the actual fuck is the problem with this? Insurance? Car, that's a whole other episode. That's the car, car insurance. The fact that I have some girlfriends that live in Boston Edison area, um, which is amazing. What is the other one? It's off of Livernois and um, uh, Livernois between Livernois and exactly Seven Mile Woodward. So you got Palmerwood, Sherwood Forest. You got okay. All those. Rick's I have some girlfriends area. that have been over in that Grand area Mile. 15, 20 years. And every time I look up on social media, especially if it's a holiday, they didn't delay picking up your trash all week. So they talking about going to trash pickup every two weeks in these right now. Get the hell out of here. That's what I heard. So you got Shaniqua with six kids and all kind of fruit flies and shit is just gonna sit there okay. on the side of the house. But then these neighborhoods can also because they that that's rat infestation. Then at this that point, that is. But the neighborhoods they can get a homeowners association. They can have. They don't a, have that they anymore. Can, they can pay for the trucks to come out of the opposite weeks. They can have security ride through the neighborhoods. I rode through a neighborhood. It was University District. Saw a lot of types of white folk living in there. That, oh, they doing that now. That neighborhood now. is immaculate. There, is a, there are signs posted everywhere. This is 24-hour surveillance. They pay for that. Yes. I don't feel comfortable living there. Well, well, I have to go back to the fact of you're not going to pick my trash up and I'm not going to get my mail. Why the hell the mailman coming when I'm getting off work? I have girlfriends. You get off work. You come home. You still don't have your mail. You've been at work for eight hours and the mail ain't came yet? 
What kind of shit is that? Where I live at, my mail is there before 10 o'clock. Every day. Every day. Even Saturdays. My Amazon packages, before 11. <laughs> That's because you bougie. You live in a bougie area. No, I don't. I'm off of grass shit. <laughs> I would do East Point. Well, see, I'm in Roseville. I would do East Point. Roseville is nice. All that shit. I would do that. But, yeah. I mean, I'm trying to move with the sweep that's happening in the city. But, you know, we'll see. Okay. But entrepreneurship is the way to go. I or know. if not, let's find... We, we, it's other hustles. It's other hustles. But we got to be out here and we got to support each other. That's the biggest thing. Stop killing each other. Support each other. If you see somebody with some Jordans on or something, you want Cartier's even. Why are people killing each other with Cartier? Like, seriously. First of all, they still do... First, it, they still doing it. They still killing people over Cartier's. It's not a game. It's stupid. Well, are they? The thing that cracks me up, and I mean, I'm so sorry. You don't, you snatching somebody's glass, and you don't even know if that shit is real. They don't know if it's you real. You don't even know the real buffs. You, you don't even know if it's going to fix your, fit your face. Dog, you just snatched them off a of fat nigga, and you skinny. Why can't you just say, hey, where did you get those at? I'd like to get some, too. And he might give you some shit because people feel good. That's the thing. We feel like we're superior because we got a material thing. Give me some things. Give me some money in my bank account. Give me a, a business. Give me a building. Give me something that's really going to be substantial for me to leave a legacy for my people or for whatever. I'm, I'm so past that shit at this point, like you said. And then the fact that how many times we keep seeing the different instances where the prejudice is blatant with Gucci and the product. What's that sweater with the... With the black thing or whatever. Bruh. And then I ain't gonna lie, I thought that was kinda dope. I don't think they meant to be racist towards Oh us. no, I thought they did. I did. Cause it was tight. It, it was it was like noose tight. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was noose tight. It wasn't it wasn't a cow it wasn't that cow neck. It was noose tight. I can't deal with you. But no, but it, it was also after the when they had that keychain where it was the blackface too. Oh so all that shit correlated, like, come on now. And we still spending our money there. She, what, what's his name? The little dumbass fighter. Who? Um, um, Mayweather. He yeah. came out with the socks, the drawers, the outfit, the, the whole ensemble looking like a damn fool. He got money so he can do dumb shit like that. He been doing dumb shit like that. But is he helping us? Nope. Community? Nope. He helping these hoes get plastic bodies. Is Oprah, help, is Oprah helping us? Hell yeah. You, Oprah. Did you see her girls that... Ooh. No. Did you see her girls that um, she's been dealing with since... Um, I don't know. I, I won't say she adopted them, but it's a group of girls that she's been it's dealing with. Mentoring. Right. I and they were all mentorship. at her. They were all at her. They, had, they be at the crib. She had it on social media where they was over there and they cook and eating and they had a little dance that they do. So that's just she personal. She that's fucking with me though. Right. That's her up. Well, shit. You, you, I don't know. Go tell her that Michael play with you. <laughs> See if you can get some sympathy. Can empathy. Get, listen, can I just? Can I just? Like he blew on me. Can you just? Right. He, right. Can you just speak over my situation? Speak over the cornbread and caviar podcast. That'll be plenty. You speak over it. You know, it's all in the tongue. It's all in the tongue. That's it's it. Speaking into That's existence. It. That's true. Well, I said, I don't make speak, me go to church. I've been speaking on it. Speaking on it, but it don't never hurt to have somebody else speak on it. No, have, right, you can never have too many prayers pray coming towards for you. Amen. Speak over all of my media because she got her shit. I'm working on some other media event, venue. Oh. All this could be a magazine, a YouTube show. I'm working on all oh, this stuff. I'm so glad you said the so, magazine because yes. guess what? You could People just like they have our, just like you know they have our magazine. Yes. Essence. Detroit is the shit. It is. And we're coming back with a vengeance. The back is here, but now we got to 
but we need to band together. So BRB. with this magazine, guess what? Push you need a reporter. Out. Yes. We we I have our it's all, I have so much material that we can sit there and we can Perfect. put we can together. We can collaborate. What I'd was like. that shit that used to be well it used to be in all the shops when we were kids? Right on magazine. Oh yeah. You remember yeah, that type yeah. the source. Yes. They, we had all that shit growing up. They don't have shit like that now. You heard it here first. Tammy and I are gonna co collaborate. And I'm still his manager. <laughs> it's like my left ball. Uh, <laughs> I just bite. <laughs> yes. For a coin. For a coin. For a co- oh shit! I thought it was for free. Fuck it. <laughs> we about to get into our positive vibe and close this bad boy out. So here's a positive vibe. Your presence is power, and you are powerful. Let me personally tell you something. Just by entering a fucking room, you bring with you something that nobody else in the world has but you, and, and it is you. Right? Yes. Your intellect, your uniqueness, your you. No matter where you are or who you are in this world, you are a special being and you are powerful. We brown people need to realize that more now than ever because once you come into the knowledge of who you truly are and what you absolutely can bring to the table, you will understand the power you have in being individually and uniquely you. Never be ashamed of it. Be you and realize your power. And your potential. And your potential. Not shit. There's one point in my life where I was tired of seeing people with potential. Now I want to see people with potential because we can develop that. That's pure you know, raw talent. But it goes to the law of attraction and yes. it goes to the vibe and the energy. And I attract a lot of people with a lot of potential. I think that I'm meant to help all these people. See, now, it, it's a good thing, but also what I've learned in, in my vast years of age. There are vampires. I just want to suck you. Dry. They will suck the shit out of you and not the good suck. Oh, I was about to say, you saw my face change. I was like, <laughs> look, I had to get you together. Yeah, see. <laughs> no, but they and, and but it people will drain you. Yeah. And I've learned that because I'm one of those people where I keep giving and giving and giving, but I don't have anybody pouring pour. into me. Here I always have this analogy of two pictures. One's empty, one's full. I'm the fool. Once I pour into you, who the fuck's gonna pour back into see, me? See, I look at it as, as the bank, I'm sorry. I'm the bank. I keep giving loans. I keep giving loans. I keep giving I'm loans. Call that shit back. But guess but what? But you going? You defaulting? I'm defaulting. I'm going into damn foreclosure because I'm giving all these loans <laughs> out to your ass. I need a loan. I need a loan. My cash app is okay. Hello. Pour back into me. Exactly. Pour back into. We got to pour back into each other. Got to be a back because Tammy has some skills that I don't have, and I have something she doesn't have. But when we collaborate, we both learn from each other, and then we both go up together. It's the unity. It's the unity. I don't want to go up with. I don't. I'm not trying to step on Tammy's big breast and get myself to the next level. <laughs> I'm trying to bring her up with me. And I don't want to step on his big balls. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any closing comments? I'm ready to wrap the hell up now. No, thank you for having Tell me. me. I will be you back. Yes, and, and we can talk about anything. This is, is this is Detroit is different after dark. So we can talk about any fucking thing we want to. Hey, it, it's on and popping. That's it. So thank you for being here. And I'm glad you'll be back. So we'll be scheduled. You'll be back in the next, I don't know, month at the latest is what I'm saying. Okay. And please hit me up if you don't hear from me, but you will definitely hear from me. So... I want to thank everybody here for listening today. We had a ton of fun with this. This is a good conversation. We talked about a lot of things, but the main point we wanted to drive home was that we hear you. We see you, black women. We understand what you go through in a workplace. We understand that there are a lot of microaggressions that happen against you, so please don't give up. Start your own business. There are resources out there. Reach out to us. If you need to find some resources, we will help you. You can hit us up at eatcornbreadandcaviar at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram at eatcornbreadandcaviar. 
please, please, please subscribe, rate, comment, and share. It literally costs you nothing but a few seconds of time. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and Spotify. We out here, so help us out here and share us out. This is Ramon. I'm your host, Cornbread and Caviar, and we are out. Remember to like, share, subscribe, and always listen on Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Store, and Spotify. You're listening to the Detroit is Different Podcast Network. Thank you.